All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 126. I am one of your hosts. My name's Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Um, it's going good, Fred. Good. Go- <laughs> I'm doing good as well. Yeah, I'm in a I- good mood. Good. Me too. I'm surprisingly in a good mood because, as you'll hear, I had a weekend of excess and just a torrent of activities. I am fucking done. Nice. (laughs) There's nothing left of me to give. (laughs) My stomach's pissed off. My brain's pissed off. My liver's pissed off. I'm done. Mm. So I'll spin that yarn in in a few minutes. But uh, but yeah. So well, I think I think one of my hobbies, Fred, Mm -hmm. is is uh, I think it's done. I think it's a wrap. I think it's oh. I think it's run its course. Right. I hope it's not gaming, because otherwise this show might get real weird real fast. And I'm out. <laughs> Shortest show ever. Hey, actually, it's um, fine if it is, but uh, you may want to take that treaty <laughs> questions for trees on the road then, because <laughs> you still you're gonna have to listen to my retirement talk about games. <laughs> that's right. I'm retiring. Fred still has five retirements up on me. Yeah, but I'm fucking retiring. That's true. <laughs> Because Trees has never said he was retiring. Like, he knew better than that. He's He may have yeah. stopped shows, but he's always yeah, there. Fred, yeah, Fred goes, I'm retiring, and I shrug my shoulders. Like, oh, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, I'll never retire again because I know better than to use those words. Yeah. <laughs> or say something stupid like, I'm getting out of podcasting. Even if I do the it, Brett. you'll never know because I know better than to say it. Fucking Fred the Brett Five of fucking right. podcasting. <laughs> yes, I've been called the Michael Jordan, except without yeah. the talent. Yeah. Um, well, no, Fred. Um, so last Sunday, the reason um, we had a fill-in show was I went to the casino. Yes. And I'm looking forward to hearing um, this story. I think, I talked to my wife about this, I think I am done with the like overnight casino getaway stay thing mm, okay. that I've been doing for 10 years. It's not the same, Fred. No. Um, so COVID's COVID sort of like stingied up the casinos, right? Yes. Dead fucking pandemic. God damn it. <laughs> but, you know, the casinos were always starting to hurt anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when COVID sort of hit, like all businesses, right, they, they stayed open, but they tightened – they tightened, they tightened – uh, the belt straps, you know, the the, yeah. the, the belts, they, they st- <laughs> which is not something uh, good for a casino. You know what I'm saying? A casino is about <laughs> indulgence. It's, fucking, it's kind of you know thing. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not about being conservative and like buttoned down. Casinos are the place you go to be not buttoned down. So, uh, you know, so they took a hit over that. <clears throat> but now that we're coming out, Right, I guess we can say that as we're coming sort of through this pandemic. Um, yeah, they have n- people would probably they- be annoyed to hear that, but Julie's uh, COVID ICU has been renamed to acute medical ICU, and that's when you know when the hospital no longer has a wing for COVID patients. I think it's safe to say it's going to be around, but it's not what it was. It's no longer right. a pandemic. So yeah, but the casinos definitely kept some of their habits mm-hmm. from COVID. 
and they're still trying to recoup. So things haven't quite gone back to normal, right? So yes. I go and there. Society is struggling in various ways. We won't get into yes. it, but yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We're just this is just casino talk here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This yeah. is casino we'll life. This is what we're talking about. We're not I'm trying trying to tackle the homeless problem, Fred. We're talking about my <laughs> fucking gambling addiction. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's yeah. let's keep it grounded here. So <laughs> so yeah. We escalated I, I get from hobby to gambling addiction That's in like right. four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it now because I, you know, I had to look enough. at myself in the. I had to look at myself the in the mirror. Yeah. I had to look at. I had to look at the mirror and have a good talk with myself. <laughs> no, um, as people know, I go every like three months or so, and I, I have a night to myself, and I spend anywhere from like two to maybe like four hundred bucks, right? That I sort of scrap up and have put aside, right? And uh, because I also don't like go out with friends. And drink and do fantasy sport. Like I don't spend my money other ways. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, and, and on top of that, when you would go, like you said, it's an overnight and stuff like that. So to me, it always seemed like kind of like a, a hybrid, like getaway or yes. boys' night out. You might have done it solo and at a casino, but yes. like it was just a, an activity to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was more about going and and whatever. Um. So you know, I used to get free rooms. Mm-hmm. Free rooms, free food. That was the, that was a fun little perk and a little money, right? You'd go there and you stick your card in, and it'd give you anywhere from like twenty to fifty bucks, right, to play some slot machines with. Sweet, ten years of that, right? Yep. The last few times I've gone, I, I haven't got anything. I've noticed nothing. that, like no little, yeah, not even like a little promotion or nothing. I'm like, okay, yeah, huh, okay, okay. okay. Slimming down. And on the that. Mohegan Sun, am I correct? That's where you go. Yes, that's a big casino. Like, that's a known casino. So, to me, it, it tells me if they're not doing it, I would bet a large number of casinos nationwide are also In not doing this. Ten, 10 minutes from there, you have Foxwoods Casino, which I'm sure people have heard of. Um, Foxwoods Resort. They have um, an MGM Grand there and stuff. And oh, wow. They're, okay. they're, a little, they're a little bit more... See, Mohegan was the classier one because Foxwoods, for a while, was the only one. And they would tack so many things on uh-huh. that it was like they'd build a new wing. And that wing didn't match like the old part of the casino. Yeah. And then they did make another wing. And that didn't match either of those new wings. And then they put the MGM on there. And that was like a tower, this beautiful mm-hmm. glass tower that didn't match any of this. And then because it was built so far away, it had this long, empty hallway you walked in that connect. Like everything felt very Yeah, this sounds like something like your old, son would you know? make out of like a bunch of yes. Lego leftovers. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I have this, I have this set and this set, and we'll just attach him with a, a fucking full yeah, exactly. bar. And um and 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 then the clientele was was felt a little like low end here and there. Because it was like the only place and everybody would just hang out there. And then Mohegan came along and they were built from the ground up. So they felt more cohesive and they were supposed to be more of a luxury, right? Gotcha. You know, it was like yeah. It's it's almost like going from like um, you know if you're staying at Treasure Island, mm-hmm. and then you or, or you go over to the Bellagio. You know what I'm saying? There was like yeah. a weird little. Actually, I know, do know was, that reference. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Is is getting a burger and gambling at O'Shea's <laughs> or uh, <laughs> going right, down yeah. to the Wit? You know, it had that feeling. And uh, Foxwood screwed me a long time ago, like really badly. And uh, I never went there again. I was like, I'm done with you guys. Yeah, after my own and I went, Yep. And I just went to Mohegan. And uh, 
But anyway, so I didn't get any slop pay. I'm like, oh, I haven't got a slop pay in a while. And then um, I haven't got a free room in a while. They were like 40 bucks or something. You're like, that's still nothing. Because the room's a couple hundred bucks normally. So I'm like, 40 bucks, whatever, So right? they're hooking you up, but that's still like a weird thing to be stingy over. Like the room seems like the easiest thing to give you. Yeah, because the place is empty still. There's, so there's that as, too. As yeah. far as a... As a casino is concerned, it's it's empty. You know what I mean? They weren't hurting not- for rooms. It wasn't like they were. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, where, where can we put you? We got a broom closet. <laughs> yeah. We can squeeze you in. Rob's not paying so, for this room. We're gonna go broke. We've yeah. got all these rooms. We've got to fill. Don't see the head going on the night I went was a WNBA game. I'm like, really, guys? Really? <laughs> yeah. That, like, and and I. I know that WNBA, so, like, it should be more popular than it is, but it's just not yeah. popular. Like, yeah. it just if was, isn't. If there was any reason to give me a free room, yeah, it's on the night that the WNBA team plays. I hate to say um, it. Get me yeah. in there. Because they have their own, like, we Mohegan has its own stadium for concerts, and they're the yeah. home court of, I think it's, like, the Connecticut Suns or something. I forget what the team is, right? Okay. I think that's what it is, though. Um, and that was going on that night. And I'm like... And I'm like, okay, 40 bucks, whatever, no big deal. And then all they could give me was a smoking room. And I'm like, all right. And I'm like, you know, usually no one smokes anymore, even though it's a smoking room. I've been in smoking rooms that right. were fine. Yep. Because not many people, really not many people smoke. So, but this room stunk. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have a headache now, right? Because I'm not around smoke anymore. Like, right. who smokes? Yeah. In the old days, I'd be fine. In the arcade, people smoked. And when I was fucking... 14. Yeah, you know our I mean? lungs are not used to like yes. the 80s <laughs> anymore. Right? And, <laughs> and then on top of the 40 bucks room, now they're doing that shit. And if you look in the hotel people, they'll tell you it's bullshit. It's a made up thing. But they do the room fees. Oh, right? no, that's totally a thing. Yes, Julie and, and I, so, we've been staying at hotels this summer. We've been blown away with all the random yeah, weird fees. It's not... It, it's not a tax. No. It's just this quote unquote room fee. Yeah. And you're like, for what? I'm already in the room. Yeah. And um the room fee was forty bucks. Equal to what I was I'm like, what is going on here? So that was that was sort of under my skin a little. All right. Mm-hmm. And then they've clearly since COVID, they've tightened up the slots. All right. Which is something casinos can do. Continu- casinos can regulate their payouts for their slot machines. Like yes. as far as odds. Odds in and odds out of what they're pay, paying out. <clears throat> uh, now, in the old days, I used to go, and even with my ex-wife, you know, you could sit for a while with a hundred bucks and get some drinks, mm-hmm. and you could have a good time just sitting there going back up there on the slot machines. It's dude, you could put in two hundred bucks now and do fifty cent bets and like not hit anything worthwhile and just go right through your money. And you're like, you know, half an hour later, you're like, hmm. What do I do for the rest of the night? <laughs> so you're like, yeah. so that was sort of happening. And I'm like, eh, eh, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm digging this anymore. You know, this is all sort of like, I don't know. And, and, the, and then, so like, it's funny. So I, I, I drove home, you know, and my wife goes, she's working. You know, I come into the office down here where I'm at now. And she's like, how was your trip? How was your trip? And I'm like, you know what? said, I think I'm over it. She goes, yeah. And I go, yeah. Because we have a, a local casino here, you know, like 10 minutes from my house. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's small. It's just it doesn't have table games. It's just a slot machine casino, but it's yeah, some nice restaurants and stuff. Yeah. But I, I said, yeah, we've a, got something like that by the river. Back when riverboats were the only casinos yeah. that were allowed. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I said to my wife, I said, you know, it's uh, I don't play cards anymore because I don't have that kind of income. Oh yeah. To play like I used to, like you need money to play blackjack and shit. You, I took two hundred and fifty like, bucks to a blackjack table. Good luck. And aside have from fun getting cussed out by people for hitting when I'm not supposed to because I don't know the rules. Um, oh boy. I, I I went through that two hundred and fifty in. Oh, Oh, I don't if you're even doing 20, know if my drink showed up. <laughs> oh, no. If you're doing $25 bets, I mean, yeah. come on now. I think it was so, a $10 table, but like I thought I was going to win. Yeah, I thought I was going to win and I raised. And yeah. Well, not if you know, not if you don't know what you're supposed to hit on there, Fred. <laughs> well, so I did, but we don't need to get into it. But there was some controversy as to whether or not you hit on 16. I was told you do not. Uh, unless you have a break, unless the deal has a, um, depends on if the deal has a break card or not. Right, so two through six is a break card. Gotcha. Right, so if if the dealer has is showing a two through six, the 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 logic is you always assume everything's a ten. Right. right so if he has like underneath, yeah, yeah. So if he has a five, you assume he has fifteen. He has to hit again. He's going to break. That's the assumption. So makes sense. If you have sixteen, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has like a four, you stay. If you have like a 14 and he has like a three, you stay. That's the logic. I have a if 16 have, and he had a nine, so I should have assumed he had you 19 hit. and I should have hit. That's why yes. they were pissed off. Yes. Exactly. And this so, fat dude next to me smoking a cigarette about lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. And, and yeah. 16 is a bummer. With them not yeah. showing, with them showing a face card and or not a break card, and you have a sixteen, that's just as a bummer. You just got to close your eyes, <laughs> take the hit. Yes. Yeah, um, now the other thing people get pissed off is twelves, right? Because twelves are like, if you have a twelve, right? Mm-hmm. And he in in the deal is showing like a fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the logic is you stay, but that's tough to stay at a twelve, right? Yeah. Um, so what I do is I make my mind up when I sit down, like, how am I treating my 12s? Am I hitting? Right. Do I hit or do I, I stay? So say I'm going to s- hit my 12s, mm-hmm. which means, you know, if they're showing like I, a 16 or whatever and I have a 12, yeah. I hit my 12s. I tell the table when I when I sit down. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So you just I hit like my, announce it. Yeah. Yeah. I go, hey, so, you know, I hit my 12s, you know. And that's just what, so there's and then no, they, they can, that way you they can have their mental breakdown right there. Yes, <laughs> but they they know on. they know there's no surprises. They know what you're doing. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't play blackjack, yeah, two through six is a break card, which means if a deal is showing one of those a two through six, you assume they break. So that would mean whatever right. you get, you stay on. Um, and then obviously, if they have a seven through seven through a face card, then you you're hitting it until. Either break or you, you get a you know over eighteen or whatever it is. Yeah, and I know over it sounds 17. foolish when we talk about it. I just hadn't done it much. I mind you, this uh, was probably in my twenties when I went gambling you, and listen, did blackjack. But if you go to Circus Circus and and you go uh-huh. to the two dollar scrub uh, homeless tables that they yeah. keep out front, uh-huh. like uh, you can do that all day long. <laughs> Anything you want, split some tens, <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean. 
you can do whatever you want. But if you go to a casino and people put in 50 bucks a bet up there, yeah, yeah, they don't like to see you fucking fucking run. I remember the epidemic when uh like um World Series of Poker got mm-hmm. big and took over like yeah. 10 years ago or 15 years ago when that was the rage in every college. Maker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And every college kid bought sunglasses and a yep. pop-up collar yep. or yep. a fucking, or a Unabomber a hoodie. Toothpick. Like yeah. every college kid <laughs> fucking had a, the uniform that they saw on fucking late night ESPN. <laughs> and, uh, they flooded the fucking casinos. The poker rooms hate, you know, the poker rooms are like, the poker rooms don't make any money anyways. It's just mm-hmm. to get people in there. They don't really make money. Right. But, um, you know, I'm sure all the card sharks loved them. Loved all those kids flooding in there. Sure. You know, like rounders and shit so they could just, like, <laughs> fucking take their money. Yep. That's but exactly the side effect was these douchebags, when they got done with poker, they would roll out onto the blackjack tables and treat blackjack like they were fucking poker tables. Mm. And people were losing their minds with these Douches would sit down with sunglasses on in a fucking casino and, and like split kings. And you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, yeah. And they'd and, be like, and they love the term uh, for days. Everything was for days. <laughs> I got money for days. I hit these kings for days. You're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. See, for me, when I went. I, I was new to the whole thing. It was my buddy who, like you, he would get, he liked to gamble a decent amount. He um, he would get free rooms and he'd get cash and stuff. And I'd usually just get drunk and then uh, at the bar and then have him check in with me. Because once he was out of money, then he would be my, my sober uh. driver home. Um, and, uh, and I just decided one night I was going to stay sober and play blackjack. And I did. And I just had a simple, you know, somebody, it, I knew the rules of blackjack, but like not in any large capacity and the old rule just was like hit on anything you know under 16 and stay on anything over 16 and that was just how i played and i'm sure there were people who were just like what the fuck he was asking me about insurance and see nowadays it makes more sense when i play blackjack i probably learned most of what i needed to know Mm -hmm. from um red dead one and two um yeah but uh but yeah um back in the day he would ask me about splits and insurance and i was just like whatever those are no i don't want them but the only things that will get me went to are soft hits and um, soft hits are when you have an ace, right? An ace is count ah, as one mm-hmm. or 11. Yep. And so the rule is unless you have like, you you, you know, you, you treat the soft hits. I don't know. Like you keep hitting on them until you get a solid number basically. Yes. Yeah. So even if you have a soft 17, but the deal is showing an 18, you're, you're supposed okay. to hit, you know, yeah. uh, showing an eight. I mean, I should say. Yeah, I assume they have an so eighteen. You're showing a, you're showing an ace, a soft seventeen. Yeah. yeah, so you're showing. <laughs> so you have, yeah, you have, um, you know, you have an ace and a six or whatever. Yeah. You're oh, that's 17. right. Because everyone you, can see what you've got, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only the dealer and, who's hidden. Yeah. Yes. So you have like a soft seventeen, but they're showing a, a fucking say they're showing a seven, right? If anything, you'll push. If he has a ten, because then don't you but double like, the bet on the next hand, like. Um, or when you push, does it just? No, push means it's even money. You just get your okay. You so don't, it, nothing it's just happens. Like it's, it nulls out. Okay, yeah. Right, but the other people would be pissed if you fuck sure. up. Yeah. You know, you push and everybody loses. <laughs> you get exactly. your money back. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing is the the soft. I mean, I remember once I had a soft nineteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had like a, a, an eight and an ace, and they had like 
a face card, you know? So you assume 20. Now, yeah. But if you had a regular 19 showing, you obviously are staying, mm-hmm. you know, and you're hoping that he doesn't have a face card. So that's the only time I get a little confused because I'm like, well, I got a 19. So I remember I just asked people, I go, I go, I'm not sure. Would you stay stay on you stay on a soft 19, right? I was like, yeah. You know, so I did, you know, I mean, if people know you're pretty competent. Yeah. They're not going to get super mad at you. But if you're in there just like, weehoo. <laughs> Like, well, and, and for what it was you know, worth, once they flipped shit on me, I was like, okay, now I know, <laughs> you know, and everyone kind of calmed down, right? Like, you know, you can go, no, it's funny, isn't it? I think you can go to like customer services and shit. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a blackjack cheat card. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I know if you go You see up people to- pulling them yeah or if you go up to like this may be the same place you're talking about like there's just this area where a couple of dudes who work for the casino and and ladies are hanging out and you can just go up there and they can give yeah, you the a primer on blackjack shit. or on well, pie well, no, I think or whatever i mean they'll just give you a little card i think oh yeah like no the, there is those two yeah the little laminated yeah, yeah. cards that you just carry with you yeah yeah and they just tell you what they do on every fucking combination but it's like because they're you know, like, it's a way. There's no logic in this guy. You're just working the numbers. Like, just do this. It's and numbers, this is, yeah. And it's still in their favor. You know what I'm saying? But if you make some good bets, you know, mm-hmm. double up at the right time, you can. You ever, you ever see any of those hotshot motherfuckers who read that um, that book Twenty One Bringing Down the House and then decided they'd start counting cards? There's, uh, I mean, it, it card counting is a weird fucking thing, right? Because it's like to me, if you can do it, you're a genius. So, because they use eight decks, most casinos yep. seven or eight decks yep. now. Uh, in Vegas, very rarely do you see you'll see single deck blackjack. Oh, where the person no, no, is no, holding one yeah. deck. They have them in those little podunk casinos. I've been to them. I remember it was at the Hooters Casino once when there used to be a Hooters <laughs> Casino, and all the girls who were doing one black deck blackjack. I was like, that's nuts. But um. Most places the shoe hold the the card shoe hold, holds like seven decks, I think. Or uh, yeah, decks. and that book actually talks about how you can figure it out with that many decks in there. Oh, yeah. But it's tough. And again, it's tough. It, I think it's one of those things where it's like not illegal, so they can't get you illegal. in legal trouble. But they'll break your fucking kneecaps. They sure will. And so the they whole, can kick you out for any reason they want. Well, yeah, like, but they so I've that's what it that, is. Like they they don't take it lightly. But They're yes, not. and so the trick with it is that if you yeah, know how to count cards, you got to act like, right? You got to throw hands and stuff like that to act like you're not always doing it and just make sure yeah, you get you, big. You, yeah. yeah, which is weird because then, like, how do they know? I, I don't know. Somehow it's, it's they a figure way, I, it out, though. Like, every one of those dudes who's in that, um, and, and there's, there's a couple of girls, too. Everyone who was in that book that was based on a true story, mm-hmm. like, all of them ended up getting pinched at one point. Like Ben, ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck got banned from all the casinos around here. Did he? And okay. in, I thought that yeah, was just because he was a belligerent, drunken asshole at the casinos. Though. I know. I think he's pretty good at fucking blackjack. Oh, no. I know he's good at it. He's good yeah, at blackjack, so, but yeah. Yeah, so I think they booted him. Hmm. Um, I was sitting next to an old dude once. Yeah. I remember one morning I got up super early, like 5 in the morning. I was bored. I couldn't sleep. <clears throat> and I went down to play blackjack. I just remember I found there's one table open. You know when you get that early, all the tables are closed, but you'll find one that everybody's gathered around. I would imagine like a campfire. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, they have to have no light some in. they have to have some table yes, it, open. yes. Yeah. There's no no light in the storm. It's only the campfire going, everybody's around it. <laughs> so you go there and it's like everybody you know, there's a dude in the in the fucking uh 
you know, with the oxygen tank, and then oh, there's yeah. a Russian lady, and then there's a dude. <laughs> it's everybody. <laughs> like, ooh, I'm an eclectic bunch. And uh, I remember I was sitting next to some Russian woman smoking with those long cig ass uh, cigarettes, uh, those long cigarettes, cigarettes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, she, we, were, we were talking about stuff. And then uh, this old dude comes. This old dude that looked like he was probably a gangster in the like the forties, like he like he still <laughs> pomaded his hair and shit, you know what I mean? But he was old, and he he did. He had like, um, did he have an oxygen tank or a little thing? I can't remember. But he come, and I remember he's pissing me off because he sat next to me and he's pulling out like wrinkled money. You know what I'm saying? Like just going through his pockets looking for shit, you know? And he's pulling out Can wrinkled you still money. Throw cash down at the table. I thought you always had to trade it in for chips, but. Well, you can trade it in for chips at the table. Okay, okay. So, so that you, is so you lay it all. Yeah, you lay it all down on the felt, and then they they gotcha. you know, they color color it in for you, and, and then you're like, all right, let me. And so he's doing that, and he's getting some chips. And he's smoking like a motherfucker. Like he's like digging through his pockets. He's smoke, and he's like, <clears throat> and then he plays a hand or two, and then he sits out, like he doesn't go in the next one, and he skips one, and then he bets again, <laughs> and then he's out the next hand, and he was pissing me off because. You know, again, in the gambler's brain, you're throwing <laughs> off the, the rhythm of the table. You know what I'm saying? Yes, because like, he's, in, he's yeah, jumping he's, in and out and, and, you know, that. Like know, if whatever. there was three of it's, you playing, instead of going through six cards for you all plus your yes. hits, he's doing yeah, four, then six, then four, then yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's doing that for a while, and I'm like, this fucking guy, you know? And then all of a sudden, here come the dude in suits, right? There's like a dude in a suit, right, a black suit. Okay. And then two other dudes that, you know, that were like, I don't I'm know, they kind of look younger, management. whatever they were, right? And they come up and the and the big dude comes up and puts his hand on the guy. And he goes, Jimmy, Jimmy, how are we going, doing, Jimmy? And he looks at the other two guys. Guys, this is Jimmy. This is Jimmy, guys. Jimmy, uh, what you doing here, Jimmy? And you guys are like, oh, yeah. And they're like, Jimmy, why don't you come with, take a walk with us? Yeah, and see, up, that's up and he left with Jimmy. So that means Jimmy was on a blacklist. He was Jimmy wasn't supposed to be there. Jimmy had fucked up in the past. <laughs> and uh they know when they, they keep an eye on for, for people they don't want coming back. And I'm not so. saying they're gonna you know, it, you know, I know no, some they're not, like no, Fred's seen too many movies. Like I know they're not gonna put his head in a fucking vice, especially if he's on oxygen. But yeah, like yeah. What I do mean is, like, if you keep fucking around and showing up at their mm-hmm. casino, I hear they will take action. <laughs> I'm sure they have their own little um, holding area for people. Until oh, the, they do. The, the police come. So yep. I'm sure they can make it uncomfortable for you by, like, making you sit there for a while before the police, local police come. But, like, if you didn't do nothing wrong, um, you know, they're just kicking you out. Yeah, by and large, <laughs> I would say that is probably what happens, right? And you don't uh, – one thing I noticed was during COVID, you know, when, when fucking flight attendants are getting punched in the back of the head and shit like that, you know, casinos are equipped for that kind of scenario. You didn't hear yeah. one story about someone acting a fool in a casino during no. COVID, right? Like they kept that no. shit under control yeah. when they were open. <laughs> Yeah. No one got no one got tested at a casino. And again, I'm not saying they get rough with you. I'm just saying their security mm-hmm. their security can handle you. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but to circle this all the way back back around, I don't play card games anymore because I don't have much. <laughs> so, um, but I, I said to my wife, I said, uh, you know, I don't play card games anymore. I go, I kind of don't like being away from the house at night now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have trouble sleeping 
like I noticed I have trouble sleeping. I miss my son and shit. And so I usually always am the one to put him to bed and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, that kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate that. And then I go, and I said, what I really like, Hana, I like slot machines now. Because they have that, I have a lizard brain. So all the boops and beeps and mm-hmm. ringing and shit, it does, it tickles my brain. And I, I get, I, I can't explain to you the the little bit of a like endorphin release I get from like hidden bonus games and shit. Like I, like slot machines are made for me. Like I love them. I love them. They love amuse them me, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't get a rush out of like even when I win. I'm like, oh well, that was my one chance to win. Now I'm I, cashing out immediately. <laughs> I watch YouTube slot machine players. Yeah. All right. You had said as much. Yeah. yeah I love it. I was watching a dude the other day doing thousand dollar spins. What the fuck, man! Damn. Um, and he hit a bonus third spin in and won like fifty three thousand. I love it. Damn. I love watching it. So um. And so she goes, so the place that's down the street, it's only like 10 minutes away, you know? And like I said, it's a nice place. It's not like a hole in the wall. They just don't have table games. It's just slot machines and some restaurants and stuff. And she goes, well, instead of going all the way, you know, to Connecticut and spending the night there, and and then the problem with that is like, what if you piss through your 200 bucks in the first hour and a half you're there, then you're stuck there. And that's like an incentive to take out more money. That's why they like you there. Yeah. Because you're bored. So she goes, I don't know. Why don't you just take forty or sixty bucks and go down ten minutes away, like every few weeks when you get the itch? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that would be better because then I can go more than every four months. You know? Yes. Go here and there, here and there. So I was like, yeah, I think, I think we'll save the casino trips for date weekends or something. You know what I mean? There you go. When we can go together, because I, I miss that. You know, I like. I like sit next to her and we play saw machines and shit. So, um, going out to dinner, you know, it's always fun. Oh yeah. So, anyways, that was my that was my casino adventure. For nothing happened, zero. That's why I don't I don't think I'm going back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did I win? It sounds like it's uh, more of like a relinquishing of a ritual, mm-hmm. right? You used to ritualistically it is. go to a, Connecticut. I've been yeah. doing it for twenty years. Yeah. Twenty years. I've been I've been taking trips now. Oh, that's the other thing, Fred. Yeah, I came out of my room at like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock Sunday night. Eight o'clock at a casino. I went down to Bobby Flay's uh, okay. burger place. Yeah. Uh-huh. He has two restaurants there. He has like a big one that's like fancy, fancy, mm-hmm. and then he has like a bar restaurant that has burgers and shit. I always go and sit at the bar and get a nice burger before always I start gambling. Ritual. Yeah, love it. Eight fifteen. I sit down. He's like, "What can I get you?" I said, uh, "I think I'm gonna get some food." He goes, "Ah, kitchen's closed." So during COVID, they started closing all the restaurants at like seven or eight because mm. of lack of people. But they've never like, res- like opened it up again. Yeah. So they've it's just like operated eight. with less hours. Yeah. Even Fred, the Dunkin' Donuts in that place closed at eight on Sunday oh, night. Shit. A little donut place. I'm like, really? I'm like, well, where can I get something to eat? What's open? Like. Because obviously the food court, even something crappy like food court was closed. I'm like, I can't go to. So he goes, well, I think there's a Johnny Rockets. Right. And I'm like, all right. And I don't know if you have Johnny Rockets. We yeah, They're just kind of like, I don't know, burger type of. Reminds me of of like, we have a place called Red Robin around here, which is just like. a. We have those too. So, so Johnny Rockets is modeled after like a 50s diner. 
Yeah, that's exactly you know? what I was envisioning. Yeah. And when they when they first came out, they would like on the hour break in the song and shit and dance, which oh, is okay. embarrassing. They don't yeah. do that anymore that I noticed. That's good. Um, <laughs> So I walked over there, and of course the lines are on the corner with drunk people because it's the only place open yeah. at fucking eight o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah. And I'm like, and all these ravenous NBA, WNBA fucking fans looking for some food. And I was just like, I guess I'm eating some Pringles tonight in fucking whatever I can buy in the little concession store. So that pissed me off. I didn't even get yeah. my fucking burger anymore. Oh and, no, uh, that will ruin a whole trip for me if I can't I go a, out and sit somewhere nice and eat. That'll ruin yep. it for me. Yeah. You know, so that was that trip, Fred. And then um, I went to a concert. Nice. What'd so, you go see? Uh, Jason Aldean. So my wife's obviously a country music fan. I was going to say, I think that's country. Okay. He's country. So he's like one of the, you know, like um, Carrie Underwood. He's like the modern hip country, almost rock and roll slash country. Sometimes throws a little rap. Sort of like rap cadence and some stuff once in a while. You know what I mean? He's like the new, you know, the new country. Yeah. You know, hip, hip with the young people. <laughs> uh, I don't mind him. You know, so that was her favorite dude like 10 years. When I met her, we were dating. That was one of the first gifts I bought. It was he was rolling through town and I got her like good tickets uh-huh. when we were dating. And uh, <clears throat> so I obviously I'd go on the concerts. I've seen him like five times now because um, we always go to see him. Um, so we went to, it's called Xfinity Center and, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and so we did the whole thing, Fred. We did the tailgating. Um, I don't know if you have a tailgate at the country, country concert. Uh, but, uh no, I've never actually been to a of, country concert, but I can imagine Bud, what it, I, I would assume Bud, it's a lot of beer yeah. and whiskey. A lot of Bud Lights yeah. going on. Yeah. American flag painted fucking sure. sack toss or whatever those things. You know things. what it is? I bet it's very similar you know? to what uh, I experienced tailgating at um, at uh, the racetrack, NASCAR. Um, yes, yes. But, uh, um, so, but what's funny is he's like Jason Aldi's like trendy country, mm-hmm. right? I'm seeing that, so I'm looking him up. Yeah. yeah. So the people you get is everything from like. You know, a ten-year-old to like hot college girls uh, <laughs> playing cowboy cosplay, and which my wife fucking hates because my wife considers herself like a country girl. Uh-huh. And then when she goes to like Jason Aldean, you know, the girls have the new boots and hats that they just got it off of Amazon uh-huh. that week to wear, and they're you know they can't walk in the boots, and you know, and and everybody has the brand new flannel shirt on that they just yep. bought for the show, you know. And so she hates that on shit. it. Yeah, and all the way to old people, right? So it's a good mix, and mm-hmm. uh, he does put on a fun show. It's it's kind of like rock and roll and country. So like you can get into it. It's like you're not yeah. sitting there with your arms folded. You like this shit rocks, right? But here's what I I noticed about Jason Aldean <clears throat> when I first went to a show ten years ago. He was sort of like a like a stocky portly guy, sort of. Like yeah, he was a very I'm stocky that dude, yeah, right. He's and, got a wide um, chest, and he was he was married with kids. Yep, Brittany's high hot. school sweetheart. Yeah, she's hot. Well, no, that's the new wife, right? Oh, uh, when he started getting really big uh, a few years ago, he uh, divorced the old lifetime girlfriend wife from high school and married like a hot blonde. 
you know, oh, okay. which is wh- so what is you do. The, this is, yeah, this is the plus one. Um, okay. And then, you know, all the songs about like partying and whiskey and all that. He has his own whiskey brand now, I think, right? <clears throat> okay. I see his and, former wife, though, his high school sweetheart, Jessica. Mm-hmm. She's cute. She's, yeah. she's a good looking girl. But he definitely went, he definitely oh, went yeah, like, but, yeah, she's, all, con- you know, yeah. country star, uh-huh. like Hollywood type shit. Yes. Right. But here's what I noticed about the guy. I'm looking at him. He's up on stage. You know, you see him on the big screen too. Mm-hmm. And he's he's thin. Yeah, he's but he's at, down. That, yeah. he's at lean where it's like he got lean but almost didn't add like muscle. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and he had like some – looked like some bad forearm tattoos and bracelets and shit. I go, uh-oh. Yep. I said, I think Jason Aldean is uh, believing his songs. And she goes – Oh yeah, she was. He's. I think she was. I think he's been partying pretty hard in the last Damn. few years. I go. Yeah, I said I liked him when he was like this country boy, like this kind of like portly country boy with his hometown wife and shit. She goes, yeah. I go. He's sort of like you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't things like have it. changed. The couple of things I'm seeing here is his wife makes transphobic comments, and I guess they went to <laughs> Disney, and because he is who he is, he had him and his. Why those kids are older, so I'm guessing his wife had those kids with another man. But uh, but yeah, they all took their masks off at Disney and said, "What? Kick us out." <laughs> so yeah, well, Jason Aldean. Yeah, which is weird because that wasn't his vibe ten years ago. No, Do you know what no, I'm saying? No, yeah, so you can tell. Yeah, so he's been he's been rock and rolling a bit too much. Yeah. You know, his band doesn't look like a backup country band anymore. They look like they were like backup for Skid Row back in the day or something. Like he's, it's lost a bit of a look. And I go, I don't know. And then um, here's what was funny though, Fred. So I got I I, I brought some high noons with me. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm really living it up at the country yeah. concert. So I drank a bunch of high noons in the parking lot, and uh, I was feeling feeling pretty good. Yeah. What was the last concert you went to? Yes, uh, of was it? Oh, I just recently went to with uh, Imagine Dragons with uh, Autumn and Julie. Okay. But what was but the one you went to, to with your father-in-law? Yeah, Journey. Journey. That's what yeah. it was. Okay. So I'm trying to think of one where you Journey would have had a Toto. Journey. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, we, we get inside, right? And then, of course, everybody gets in line to get a drink, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this place is pretty massive once you get inside, you know, the pavilion and shit. There's plenty of places to drink. So we get in line and someone goes, one of my, one of the, uh, married couples we were with were like, they got high noons at this booth. And I was like, sweet, I'm in there. So we get in there and they have some high noons and some big, big frozen drinks that look like something you get on the strip in Vegas, you know, those big tubes and shit. And oh, I'm like, yeah. all right. So I'm like, and my wife doesn't drink. So she was again. So I, I went up to the dude, because you're next. I said, can I get one of those fine pineapple high noons, my good man? And he's like, absolutely. <clears throat> and you know, they take it and they crack it open for you, like they're yep. at the like a bartender and he gives it to me and he has a little iPad and he goes, that's 31 something. Holy and I, shit. and I laughed, right? Oh, ha, ha. There you are. And then he laughs. He goes, Oh, wait, wait, that's not right. That's not right. I go, yeah. Yeah. He goes, it's uh 22 something. I go, that's no better. I said, wow. $22 yeah. for a high noon, the size of a Red Bull can 20. I go, well, that's the end of that fucking drinking. 
It's the only drink I'm getting. And, she, and the other couple got like a beer and a frozen drink, and it was like forty nine dollars. I was gonna say, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, no more of that. I was like, yeah, time to sober up, I guess, for this fucking show. You but, got the, now. I start to see my uncle goes to all events like that. Like he goes to mm-hmm. country shows and lots of sporting events. And he's, I think I've talked about it. He's got like a, a special like shirt or something where like basically his sho- in between his shoulder blades is like a, uh, like a pack, you know what I mean? Like a camelback. <laughs> and then it's got a tube that goes down to his arm and he like smuggles in booze to every concert. And at first I was like, God damn, how much of an alcoholic can you be? But I was like, you know, if I was going to these things like every two weeks, Fuck mm-hmm. yeah, like you can't afford to be grabbing drinks at all of these concerts. Yeah. It, well, it was funny because I said to my buddy, I go, I go, you think it'd be cheaper so people would drink? He goes, no, no. He goes, they know what they're doing. They go, yeah. they know everybody's tailgating and getting yep. lit. And then they get inside and they it's their only option yes. if they want to keep drinking. Like they're stuck. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, ah, I guess you're right, man. But that's brutal. It is brutal. Brutal. I seen a I, I seen a clip once. Uh, uh, um, I don't know if it was on TikTok or some shit, but there was this festival in this park, right? Okay. <laughs> and and so everybody's in the park. It's like a concert. So now the park's like roped off. Like it's, it's been turned into like a concert venue, mm-hmm. right? And there's this these uh, big group of girls in the next to this tree. Like there's a, you know, they're under the tree. They have the blanket out and the concert's going. And this dude just comes over. He goes, excuse me, you don't, excuse me for one second. And he he starts digging next to the tree and he pulls up a bunch of bottles of booze. He went in the park like two weeks before the thing and like (laughs) buried him like a pirate. (laughs) Buried him like a pirate, like fucking next to a tree. So then when the con, you know, then the you know, I go, well, that's genius. And he goes, you guys want something? And they're like, yeah. He's like, yeah. They're like, that's genius. He goes, I know. Yeah, I he's offering you guys like free ones. You hush, know, that's that's three hundred dollars worth of booze he brought into there, and he probably that's paid right. thirty eight cents for it. You know. Oh my god! But you know <laughs> that that was my that was my weekend extravaganza. Why I I, I wasn't around for the show, but um, mm. I hope by now if always listen to this and. Hopefully they enjoyed the episode three, Fred. Oh, I thoroughly of, uh, enjoyed it. Questions for trees. Uh, the wife making the cameo, like I promised, <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah. And, and and she says I must apologize on the show because she's gonna find out um, that in that intro I blamed them for throwing out my mic. <clears throat> yes, I did uh, hear. And then uh, I found it in a coat pocket the other day. Yeah, there it is. Yep. And she goes, you see, see, she goes, you better tell everybody on your show that we didn't throw out your mic. That was all you. I, I, I will. I will. There you go. Don't, don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, yeah. Those shows are always fun to do. And, uh, you know, I did get in one more letter trickle in after I did that one. Every time I say I'm done. <laughs> It's like somebody one, figures one, somebody gets yeah. like a twitch and they're like, I need to send a yeah, letter they, in. Yeah, so uh if you're listening if you listen to that last week's episode and uh your question wasn't there, uh I have it. Don't worry. It will get done eventually. And uh I don't I think my favorite part of doing that show, Fred, besides just uh, you know, the implied interaction, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh is that uh I like 
I like doing the, the thumbnails. I like <laughs> yes, those are taking the subject from every question and then trying to make a collage out of it. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I think this thumbnail, I, I nailed it. I had, yeah. I had the um, child <laughs> playing a game. Mm-hmm. I had the classic PC ad. Yep. I had my old podcast logo on the screen, yep. and I had a, a hole in the wall in the background. <laughs> yep, and you're going to have to f- listen to the episode to figure out how those all mesh together with the questions. Well, like I said, if they listen to this now, they've already heard it. I would hope last- so, yeah. I, w- I would hope so. I'd, I would hope Actually, no I think s- I don't think our numbers change when we do like, yeah, questions for trees or a, a special edition or anything. I think people just download it because it's it's what it's they it. got instead of a VGP that week. Oh, man, that would hurt if the numbers dipped. If you keep that to yourself, if you say yeah, no. the question for trees episode, the numbers dip. No, nope. uh, that's wholesome entertainment, though. I can't see it's, how it would it's, not it, be it is very welcomed. Good. It was very good to, to be able to listen to, especially with the weekend I'm about to describe. But yeah, because oh, you were kind but, of like uh, my accompaniment on each of my stages of that that whole thing. So wonderful, yeah, <laughs> wonderful. And now I'm just sitting there. I'm drinking. I went out and I bought some Samuel Adams uh, Jack O. Yeah, pumpkin ale. It's that time of year. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. It's pretty light and refreshing, and uh. And that's it. I'm just chilling here and um pretty good mood, I guess you could say. Sweet. So what was your ordeal? What was your Oh, so um yeah, so this weekend horrible. <laughs> well, I knew it was going to be busy, but this weekend was a crazy weekend. Um the reason my voice sounds like this though, if you can tell it's a little different is actually allergies. It's not because of anything that happened last night or anything like that. Um, but this weekend I knew it was going to be a banger because it was my daughter's <laughs> um, birthday on Thursday. Okay. She turned 11. And Oof. my wife, man, God bless her, she just just keeps the activities going. And so, um, so we had, on Monday night, we had the family over and you know celebrated and then tuesday night autumn's got guitar wednesday night we actually get to relax for a flipping second and then thursday night is cheerleading and then my mom came and got autumn and took her to the the botanical the arbor the arboreum um for a huge like really cool like um i want to say it was like a light and dance show and my sister who is um a uh a uh, project manager and dancer for a company um, was actually working that night, like for that show. And so it was kind of cool that it was really cool that my daughter got to go to this thing. And it was a, it's a very impressive show um, with like lights and they walk around and there's somebody, you know, there's different people doing different spectacles. And then one of them was my sister, right? So her, she got to see her aunt, you know, there and say hi to her and everything. So that was really cool. Um, And then, Friday, I took a half day, but I did a weird half day because at, at our company, if you're salary, you can either take a full day or a half day, but you can't take like little pieces. Whereas if you're hourly, you can take just like an hour off or something. But if you're salary, you have to do it that way. So I had to do this weird half day thing where I just told myself I could sleep in. So I didn't start until 11 a.m., but I had to be done by 3 p.m. because at 3 p.m., we had to leave pick on him up from school and she didn't even go home. We immediately went and uh, grabbed her friends 
and drove out to the Great Wolf Lodge to get there and check in at like 3.45. And, uh. and at first I was giving my wife a lot of shit for that, but my wife had two good reasons for this. Um, one, like the casino, Great Wolf Lodge on Friday and Saturday nights used to be open till 10, 8, 10 p.m. Right, so you could get there, get settled, go and have fun. And especially from like eight thirty to ten, a lot of the younger kids would go, and a lot of the lazier, more drunk adults would leave. You know, which were mm. always parents um, by and large. Right. I don't, I don't yep. think there's too many dudes that are like, you know, other than perverts that are like <laughs> solo dudes just going there, <laughs> hanging out at the Great Wolf by themselves. But no, I'm sure I, someone's I, gonna prove me wrong. No, me, me and another father had shared a bear at the Great Wolf Lodge bar. Once. Ah, there you go. I, I have done that once. We were, the kids finally were off with the, the, the mothers, and we were like, let's go get a bear. The well, we have what, Lodge. yeah, they have what we call the $14 food court. It doesn't matter if mm. you want a burger or a beer, it's $14. That's what everything costs there. So, um, but uh, but we weren't there to, to eat anything or anything. So, we've got the perfect plan. So, the Great Wolf closes now at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., the water park closes. And okay. Autumn had a bunch of stuff to do the following morning. So we also didn't get to do that thing where you have to check out by like noon, I think. And so oftentimes what people will do is they'll wake up, check out, and then go to the park and play at the park as long as they want to and then go home. Right? That's kind of how you like milk your, your final day. Um, but we couldn't do that. And so, um, and just to foreshadow this, the girls had to get up at 7.30 in the morning. So... My wife was like a little happy that like they were closing a little early so we could start winding down the night. But um, when we get there, we check in at like four o'clock and we had to kill some time waiting for one of the girls to show up still because uh, she didn't go with us. And we were happy we did because when we went down to meet up with her like half an hour later, the line to check into the Great Wolf was insane. It was huge. So mm. we were very happy about that. My wife was like, see? It was worth it to get down here and check in. I was right. like, eh, I'll give you that. <laughs> so, uh, and what I did was there's a pizza hut up the street, and we've heard people, Julie was like, let's just get delivery. And I was like, this is like Hotel Palooza, <laughs> and there's a huge mall called The Legends out by the Great Wolf. And there, so there's hundreds of people here, even this the, the soccer you know, um, sporting Casey's soccer stadiums there, the speedways there, the casinos are even there. I was like, Julie, Pizza Hut's going to be insane. Like, don't try to, and and you're at the Great Wolf where there's like a hundred, you know, 400 rooms, you know, a hundred rooms, a floor and four floors. I was like, let's just do pickup and I'll just go get it because it'll be way easier. So I scheduled the pickup on the Pizza Hut and had the pizzas ready to go for a uh, uh, 7.45 pickup. So the deal was we would go down there We'd hang out at the Great Wolf, and then I would leave at 7.15, go get the pizzas, and then when they got done with the water park, they'd come up and the pizzas would be ready. And I will say, by and large, that's exactly what happened. Like, it all went according to plan. So that was good. And aside from the lazy river being down, which for adults is, like, the worst thing to be down, um, we had fun. And uh, one of the girls who was scared of the water slides decided to go on the water slides and ended up having a really good time. And so those four girls got to just pair up and go crazy and we were like you're you know you're 11 now the one rule is do not leave the water park area and if you need anything here is our you know our chair you just come here and within 10 minutes you know we'll check the chair every 10 minutes within 10 minutes we'll be there and so there you go keep track of each other always buddy up don't leave the room this and that 
We lost my daughter and her and one of her <laughs> friends for uh, about 10 minutes. We thought okay. we'd lost them. It turns out they That's were just bad. in the line for the water slide, and the line looked like it was non-existent, but it really, it was like one of those things that were at the angle that the line was stuck. You couldn't tell. And so, of course, my wife and I are freaking out. I went and checked the, the uh, arcade across the hall, ready to kill my daughter if I found her over there, but I didn't. And then when I came back, <sighs> we all got, like, worried, and then we were walking back, and Julie's really starting to look, you know, and, of course, she and I watched those fucking serial killer and true crime stuff all the time right so i know she's thinking it she's like oh god somebody snatched these two girls and then of course right as we're trying to figure out what how you know are we going to get the paging system involved or something there we see them and they were just in line for a water slide (laughs) there we go yeah crisis averted and my wife did do the thing she's probably not supposed to which was in the bottom of her you know towel bag she snuck a bunch of bottled waters and little baggies with snacks in them, like chips and popcorn and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but uh, and and I made we we both made a deal. We were like, let's just do sober night, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so all that happens. Um, I you know me, I'm just kind of timid around people. Like I love activities like gatherings. Like if you and I went to like Where's Beach, New Hampshire, back in the day when we were on the VGO days, you got me thinking about those days. Um, mm. And we went to like a fun stop meetup or something. Like I don't mind big groups there, and I don't mind uh, you know like packs and E3. I don't mind like big crowds. But what I don't like is like going to places that are super busy, and the reason they're busy is not because everyone shares like a common interest per se, like a con- convention or a concert. It's because if they had it their way, they'd have a private water park but they can't right and so it's just like you and a bunch of other people who don't want to be there with each other are there and you're trying to make it work right i love Mm. the people watching though but but like i get kind of timid during stuff like that you know like i just after a while about being around a bunch of people i'm just like i don't want to be here anymore right and you're so packed like sardines and so, especially at the Great Wolf, because I was like, Julian, as we were driving down there, I'm like, remember, remind me, why are we doing this? And she goes, well, it's normally like 400 bucks a night or something, you know, with the passes and everything. And they, they did some special deal where I got this whole night for 100 bucks. And I was like, there's going to be a bunch of trashy people there. And there were. <laughs> yeah. Um, one uh, Right when we got in there, Julie's like, do you really think it's going to be a bunch of trashy people? And one guy walked past us. He had drank so much vodka, you could smell it. You know when you could just smell vodka on someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a heftier dude who had one of those little, like, um, everybody's got them nowadays. Those, like, uh, those those metal containers. I'm sure you have one. I, I carry one to work also where it keeps stuff hot or cold, but you can't tell them yeah, the yeah. outside. And then they've got, like, a metal straw in them. Yep. And so he was walking by with one of those, and he was sipping from it, and you could just smell the vodka on him. Smell and he was wearing a shirt that says, this is my shitty t-shirt for like public events or something. And it actually said shitty, S-H-I-T-T-Y on it. Oh, and I was classic. like, wow, to a water park for kids. You go, yep. dude. So anyway, but so 7.15 couldn't come fast enough. Um, and oh, and, and, <laughs> and there was certain things. Julie and I did talk about how I've like matured a little bit, though, Trees. You'd be proud of this moment. So okay. there's an adults-only hot tub area. Okay. You have to be 18 to enter. And you know this because there's a huge red sign that says you must be 18 to enter. But there's no, like, security, right? They don't, like, blood test you, check your ID or anything. 
And so Julie and I go up there and we're sitting in one of the grottos or whatever they want to call it, one of those little peninsulas that you just sit there where jets shoot on you and we're just talking for about 10 minutes. And we see this family come up and first it's the dude, right? Just the dad alone and he sits down. Then his wife shows up and you can tell she's looking around like, there are people in here. Fuck. (laughs) But then I see his kids show. Then, like, the nine-year-old comes in, and then in comes the 12-year-old, and then comes the toddler. Yeah. I don't know who, where this kid was, but the wife gets up and disappears for a minute and shows up with, like, a two-year-old in her arms. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where I'm like, well, we know where he is. (laughs) Where where did you get this two-year-old from? But Julie made a good point because then we saw like a 15-year-old show up and she was like, she was probably making the, any mom who goes into the adults only hot tub area and then lets her kids just freely come in there without missing a beat, like without giving Mm -hmm. a fuck, and then shows up with their two-year-old, probably Mm -hmm. makes their 15-year-old like a mom also and like watch this Mm two-year-old. And I said, Julie, back in the day, that would have driven me fucking batshit insane i would have said something to them and made a you know moment out of it then gotten an employee and stuff like that and i was like right now they're not bothering me i'm not bothering them i don't give a fuck fine let your two-year-old be in here i don't care i was like we're getting out in a couple minutes anyway even if they piss in there i'm not gonna know (laughs) wow it's a new all new fred yeah yeah so sorry about that had to take a drink um and I, I thought drinking. you were gonna say like we went into the adults only like sauna at like fucking Great Wolf Lodge and it was like titties out and stuff. I'd oh, be like, yeah, whoa, right. let's go. <laughs> now let's I will say go. Julie and I got on the the crazy water ride and um we spun around backwards, and so we came out backwards, and Julie said that, uh, thank God I was in the front, and we were backwards, because she said right when she hit the water, she feels like she either came close to or might have accidentally nip-slipped, but no one could see us yet, because when you come out of that slide, you're not mm. in the public area yet, you have like a little right. time in what eventually becomes the Lazy River, which was blocked off, Yep. and so she was like, yeah, I got lucky there. <laughs> she goes, but yeah, now I know going. to watch my bathing suit. It was a yeah, one-piece, but she was like, I, full I, yeah. full velocity down those slides, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. coming to a sudden stop, <laughs> yes. you know. Yes, she she got nailed. So, um, <clears throat> but she was like, "It's good," because then she was able to cover herself, especially when she went with one of the girls, um, one of the youngins. Uh, but uh, but yeah, everything was positive there. I went and got the pizza. I walk in there. There's like no one in there, and I was like, "Oh, maybe it just wasn't a busy night." No, because when I she, she checked the order, and she goes, "Yeah, we see it there." She goes. You're a couple minutes early, and she goes, it's going to be about five minutes, but, you know, if, if you can wait. And I said, sure. And so I sat there for, and it was about five minutes, and then they came and gave me my pizzas. But I watched her sell at least 15 orders in that short period of time. So I was like, no, this is just a place that they're on it, right? They're just mm-hmm. hopping, and they just churn it, right? And that Pizza Hut owner knows that if he can just do a lot of pickup, and there were like three delivery drivers working full-time. I saw them coming in and going, <clears throat> And he just knows that if he can crank orders, he can maximize that profit. Yeah. Because so, they had some good deals. They had like medium pizzas for seven bucks. So we got four mediums for like 28 bucks, right? And Very good. Uh, yeah. And so um, came back. We did um, cake and everything for the girls. My wife got little bunt cakes from this place, Nothing Bunt Cakes, which I'm sure is a chain and I'm sure everyone's <laughs> got around them. Um, yeah. 
So um, we had that. Julie lined up a bunch of snacks, and one of the girls, the one of the girls, is starting to be weight conscious, right? Like okay. she asked us to get thin crust pizza because there's less carbs in it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting to that age, right? And so Julie was kind enough to get Skinny Pop for for her. And of course, the girl ended up not wanting Skinny Pop and eating a bunch of Doritos. But you know, hey. <laughs> so Julie had a pretty good spread, right? You give them pizza. So they they were all starving, right? Because even I was like, you get to eight o'clock and you haven't eaten, right? And you had lunch at like noon. You're like, I'm dying. So, um, but we got there. We ate pizza. We had bunt cakes. Um, Julie and I split one. <laughs> we were good. Um, and then Julie just lined up snacks. There was like. Skinny Pop and Doritos, and she got some like s'mores um, bark, like chocolate bark that had marshmallows in oh, it. Oh, yeah. I thought you yeah, would have dug that. I yeah, said, my I like boy that. Trees would have gone for that. Yeah, that's good stuff. I like um, that stuff. Yeah. I think she just got regular like kettle chips too. And then mm-hmm. she lined up sixers of the mini cans, but sixers of Mountain Dew and sixers of Sprite. And she goes, girls, fuck it. Have at it. <laughs> and, um, there was like a little, uh, you know, there were two rooms, and uh, but they do they do this cool thing at the Great Wolf where like about five feet in the air, the 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 rooms don't have actual walls. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like a privacy wall, and you're in the other room, but you're it's still one room basically. And so we did all that stuff, and at nine o'clock, Julie turns to me and she goes, "Hun," and I knew this was coming. She was like, "Why don't you go home?" I want you to be with the dogs. And they were going, getting up and going to the parade in the morning. And so they were, she was like, I need you to get up and get the dogs fed and everything in the morning. So you go home, ha- enjoy your night. I'll stay here with the girls. She said to the girls, she was like, girls, I got a book at 10. I'm putting in earplugs and going to bed. Wake me up if the house is, if the room's on fire or something. But I don't give a shit what you do. Just don't bug me unless you have to. And that seemed to work out, Julie said. Um... Uh, but yeah, that next morning, Autumn had to do, she was in, the cheerleaders were in the, the city parade. And so they had to be there at 7.30. The parade was at 10. Or no, they had to be there at 8.30. So they got up at 7.30. And Julie managed to do it. She said, yeah, Great Wolf was fine. She said she it was a little, she got woken up at like midnight for something, but we were good. And then um, me, I went home trees and I, I um, sat down with the dogs and I was thinking about if I was going to play games or not, and I just didn't feel like... You know how you're just kind of tired, and so I just wasn't in a gaming mm-hmm. mood, but I wasn't sleepy oh, yeah. yet? And so, Trees, yep. I told myself, I was like, I don't need to, but I don't know why. I just... I went over to the whiskey, poured myself two oh, fingers. No. Oh, boy. No, I, this doesn't end with me getting hammered, so, no. Oh, okay. Just okay. one. Okay. Just one. Okay. Nice two fingers. Uh, actually, I made a second one, but I had two. <laughs> But I watched the movie Flatliners. Have you ever seen the movie Flatliners? Do you the know this movie one? from like yeah from nineteen ninety? With Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah so, that's a that was a big deal when it came out. I, that's what I thought, and yeah, and so I had never seen it, and people told me it was cool, and I ended up you know it's one of those things where every now and again I especially a movie buff like me like I'll go to like walmart and they'll have like a blu-ray bin that's like five buck blu-rays mm-hmm. i grabbed it at, at one point in time years ago you know and i'd never watched it and i was like you know i thought that was kind of like a horror movie and it's, it's getting near fall of. yeah no it, and it ends up not being a horror movie but yeah it's it's more of a thriller type weird yeah and if people haven't seen it 
It's Kiefer Sutherland, Billy Baldwin, um, Julia Roberts, Oliver Platt. Love seeing him in movies. And yep, Kevin Oliver Bacon. Platt. And they're five med students. And Kiefer Sutherland's the first one who comes up with the idea. But he's like, hey, I want to know scientifically what's on the other side. The way he phrases it in the movie is he goes, religion tried to solve it. They couldn't. Philosophy tried to solve it. They couldn't. Let's see if science can. So I'm going to die, and I need you to bring me back to life. Yeah. And, and since so, they were all med students, they were like calculating how long they could do it. Exactly. And, and that's what happens is and, in the first one, Kiefer Sutherland only is under, dead for a minute. And when they successfully bring him back, he thinks something's on the other side. And so then they all kind of double down, and they keep going for longer and longer and longer. I think Kevin Bacon's is like five minutes then, or something. And then stuff starts coming back with them. Mm-hmm. And then shit gets like real. A, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm watching, and the movie's like, I get like halfway through the movie. It was two hours, which is not long by today's standards, but back in the well, day, that was kind that of was a longer long movie. movie. Yep. And so, and there was something familiar about it, and I went and looked it up, and sure enough, it's the director from The Lost Boys. It definitely has a very Lost Boys feel. Mm-hmm. It's like the next movie oh, he did. Yeah. And um, it, it was really just jiving with me. I was having a good time, right? And, um, and you know, that got my whiskey buzz on for that first one. I was like, I got halfway through and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have one more. Paused the movie, went upstairs, got that. Might have grabbed some chips and salsa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Came back, finished the movie. The dogs were pretty tired. Put them to bed, went to bed, had a good night. Woke up the next right. morning at like nine, fed the dogs, had a little breakfast myself, got in the car, drove downtown, um, and uh, went to the parade. But it was real easy, Trees, because like I'd done this so many times now. I knew exactly where I could park, where I could get out of there before the parade was over. And I just needed to watch for the cheerleaders. Went out there. Uh, all of Autumn's friends, even though they weren't cheerleaders, got my wife got permission for them to be in the parade so their parents okay. didn't have to pick them up at the Great Wolf at like 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> so uh, they all caravan down there. I, I you know, uh, it's right next to a Casey's General Store, which is like a uh, convenience store. Okay. So I got there at like 9.30. The parade starts at 10. Posted up, went over to the convenience store, got my sausage, egg, and cheese croissant and a coffee. And read the Witcher book. Then the parade started. And sure enough, I hit the fucking lottery. They're like, the third float is all them. Take a bunch of pictures, wave, say I was there. And just without skipping a beat, like everyone was looking at me. I just folded up my chair and got the fuck out of there. Mm, nice. <laughs> got my car, went the back way out, was home by like 1030. <laughs> Pulled out the chair, played some, uh, uh, oh, what did I play? Oh, I played some split second. Mm. which I'll talk about a little bit later, but played some split second at about um, 11.30. Oh no, you know what? Actually, I didn't play any video games. I got home and I was like, we're going to be doing this all over again tonight. I should probably get my exercise in and my knees have been still fucking with me. So I went for a long three mile walk. Oh, that's what I did. And I got back and the girls were getting picked up and Julie's like, successful night. And I said, yeah, that was, that went really well. And she was like, okay, we're tired. We're going to go take a nap. And I was like, that's yeah. fine. And I went and played video games. And, uh, because my wife in her infinite wisdom, we had a cheerleading game that night. So it was a night game five, uh, six o'clock. I think it was six to eight. And then at eight o'clock, she had another wave of girls coming over for a sleepover. And just because there wasn't enough going on, she decided to invite over some adult friends as well and the parents of some of these girls. 
and do like an adult party too at the same time that the sleepover is going on. So that's a lot going on, man. <laughs> and so uh, we go to the cheerleading game. That was cool. There was a taco truck. So I got to get some street tacos, which was nice. And then we came back and we ate again. Cause like I, the street tacos were just like a quick snack, right? You know that. And then we mm-hmm. had a good full meal. Got to the liquor store, just bought a sixer. We weren't looking to go crazy. And, um, and then all these people came over with the, with the girls and, um, the girls did their own thing and we stayed downstairs. But, um, then you know how this happens. One of the moms of the girls, she was ready to party. She shows up and she pulls out a 10 pack of Jaeger shooters. Oh boy. Yep. And she pulls out a bottle of liquor and she pulls out a case of like a six pack of like seltzers. She's looking to have a good time. Julie's brother shows up because he was hanging out with us. He just grabbed a sixer. But like, remember, Julie and I are just sharing a sixer was our plan. <laughs> right. Um, so everyone was kind of having a, a, a longer night than we thought. Um, and uh, there's not a whole lot to tell because it wasn't a very eventful evening, but there was a lot of socializing. And I think Julie's brother was a little frustrated because he was hoping to do like trivia stuff. But I got to tell you, there's been a trend with Julie and her friends where we'll play like Jackbox and play like Fibbage. Or like a, there's a t-shirt designing game in one of them. And then the night ends where once everyone's buzzed, we do karaoke. And I'm kind of getting tired of that same, you know, rigmarole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I need to switch it up. The other thing that I struggle with is I have a kind of unique sense of humor, I guess I would say. I don't know. I don't like traditional like stupid toilet humor or regurgitated right. Yeah, uh, jokes that like everyone's heard before that you're like, you right. got, I see that on fucking Twitter as a meme. Um, and they love that shit. And so when we go play the games of like fibbage where you're making up jokes, you know, as like lies or you're making up t-shirts, you know, mm-hmm. it's nothing but penises and shit jokes and stuff like that. And I don't find that funny. And then I try to be clever right. and nobody finds that funny. So I like lose and like, I don't mind losing so much, but like people are always like making comments like, who's trying to be who's trying to be clever right and they're not like busting balls or anything and i'm like i don't know so i was kind of happy to be socializing with people more than playing these games but there were some other people who wanted to play games or do karaoke and they were not liking that we weren't doing that stuff right you know it was like a group of like six or seven of us you know and so we had a split crowd but (laughs) so when they started breaking down to the games Julie and I had gone through our, we, you know, it was probably like 10 o'clock at night and we'd each had like three apiece. And then we started playing the games and I was like, I need to keep drinking. Yeah. So started doing some Jaeger shooters. Um, they were just half shots though. When I poured them in a shot class, they didn't even go halfway through the shot glass. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, well, that's good. They're like light. And it, it made sense because it was a 10 pack for 10 bucks, she said at the liquor store. So I was like, okay, good. So these are light shooters. So I did one of those. And then somebody gave me, oh, you know what, Julie and I found in the back of the fridge, we had some pumpkin ales that we hadn't finished. So we switched it over to pumpkin ales. Uh, Dogfish had pumpkin ales, which were good. And they were only seven percenters. Like some of the pumpkin ales can get Mm. real heavy. And so seven percent is high, but like not crazy high, right? Um, Had some of those. And and what I really think happened was like, and and I didn't get like blackout drunk or anything like that. Nobody, Nobody got too drunk as I could tell. Um, but we stayed up late, right? So I, when I, when all was said and done, I'd probably had six beers for the night and then 
one of those Jaeger shooters. In fact, I might have had a second Jaeger shooter, but it counts as one shot, you know, once mm-hmm. you add them together. So I had like seven for the night, which again, eh, it's a decent amount. But also keep in mind, we started at eight o'clock and we went till 3 a.m. trees. I have not been Ooh. up. That's late. Till 3 a.m. Like we stopped drinking and switched it to water at about 2 a.m., but it's <clears> still late. You know it's going. bad when you kick the adults out because like, the the handful of responsible ones left at midnight, <laughs> yeah. And then the four that stayed, you know, yeah. As long as a few, yeah. And we put they, it on your <clears throat> put it on your fucking bathrobe pajamas, and they're still fucking sitting on the yes. couch. And I'm so like, when boy, they boy. and we stayed up talking and and doing karaoke and stuff like that. And so when they all left, when we went upstairs to say goodbye, the girls had fallen asleep. Like Autumn and her friends had already tuck themselves mm. into bed in the living oh, room yeah. and falling asleep. You know, that's bad. But, and the dogs, man, the dogs were still up and they're not used to that either. And especially Drake, the little puppy, you know, he's just turned two today. Today's his birthday. Um, and so we went to bed and didn't sleep much. Um, not mm-hmm. in a bad way, but like, I just naturally got up at nine. Um, and you know, you do that thing where you get up and you're like, Oh, my sinuses hurt a little bit. And then I rinsed my nose out and I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, no hangover. I'm mm-hmm. good. Got enough sleep. Feel good. You know, but you can definitely tell I'd been drinking. You know, I could definitely tell I'd been drinking the night before. So I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. But skated out of that pretty good, right? Didn't get stupid drunk and um, and and didn't have a hangover. So good. Good. Good job. The kids are still asleep. <laughs> Julie's definitely mm-hmm. still asleep let the dogs out everyone's kind of slowly gets up at like 10 but you can just tell like i and and i said to julie i was like when did you tell the parents to come get the girls and she was like noon and i said hun we gotta talk about this noon is not a pickup time for a sleepover like that's fucking late like yeah we're gonna give these kids some toast and then fucking yeah start the line at the door yeah because they got into shit right like i go downstairs (laughs) to play a couple games of Fortnite. again i'll talk about that later but um and i come upstairs and they'd taken out all the slime and they had it all over the breakfast bar and we're playing with it and stuff and i'm like see you let them get into new projects um yes and so it's like uh so they all left they gotta pick up yes so they all left at noon i made pancakes i make my kodiak cakes and the girls were all like what are you making and i was like kodiak cakes do you want them and they're like well what are kodiak cakes and i was like they're healthy pancakes and the moment i said the words healthy and pancakes they were like i'm good i'm so good. throwing no. slime at your head yeah they were like my daddy told me that pancakes that are healthy don't taste right and i said yeah, and your sugar, dad would probably sugar syrup too right i was but the you have all natural the all natural you have organic yeah, yeah, all natural maple and, syrup that was old, yeah, yeah, that was lighter. Yeah, fucking yogurt butter. Get the fuck, get all this out of here. Actually, you'll be happy to know I put good old fashioned butter on it, though. Oh, thank goodness, legit butter. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they all left at noon, and um, Julie was like, "So let's watch the football game. The Chiefs game was at noon." So we went, and it's on Paramount Plus, and we have Paramount Plus. But we found out that our version of Paramount Plus is not the premium Paramount Plus. You had to pay for the extra. It's like twice the price. And so you don't get the football games with that. Oh. And I was like, do we really upgrade? And Julie's like, no, fuck that. (laughs) That's like, okay, so we're not watching the game. So we watched She-Hulk. We got caught up on She-Hulk. Okay. 
And Julia was like, but halfway through the episode, you know, those episodes short. Julia yes. was like, I'm hungry. So we we ordered at the burger place um, uh, that's near us. Um, actually, no, we did chilies today. We ended up doing chilies because they had this really nice uh, Santa Fe-like spicy burger. And it sounded good to both of us. So we ordered that real quick. I went to McDonald's. They managed to fuck up a double cheeseburger plane three times. Oh, yeah. They can do it. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and you know, I just needed to. But I didn't wait in the window. Always get burned when you do that. So mm-hmm. then I went around and there was such a long line in the drive-thru to like go around again that I was like, fuck it. I'll walk in there. And guess who, who was in there? A line of about five dudes. We all looked the same way. Yeah, they fucked up your order too. Yep, I'm waiting on mine. She, he goes, it's just a, a repeat of the drive-through. You just go through the drive-through to get your order fucked up. And he goes, I'm sure if we all looked it over, we have each other's food, because that was pretty much the theory. Because um, <laughs> I got a McDouble ketchup only. <laughs> oh. And then I, and then they got me a double cheeseburger. Um, after I'd waited like 20 minutes. And I look at it and I was like, my dude, it's not plain. He goes, oh right, plain also. So then I waited another five minutes. And he finally got it the third time. Um, and I come home and I was like, I got three cheeseburgers here. Um, and I've got our food. <laughs> so we had to reheat it. But everything tasted good. And then as you can imagine, the moment everyone got their food in them and everything and we started calming down, people started dropping like flies. Autumn's like passing out in her room. Julie's passing out on the couch. The dogs who had only had six hours of sleep and they're used to sleeping all night, they started passing out all over the place. <laughs> And I got a, a wonderful trees like four hour stint where it was just me and everybody else was asleep and I just played video games for like four hours. It was fucking oh, incredible. That's wonderful. I even snuck upstairs because we've still got balmy, gross, eighty five degree weather out here in Kansas for fall. And I kicked the air conditioning on and cut it down to like normally we keep it at seventy four. I cut it down to seventy in the house. It's nice. Mm. It's nice. So it was a beautiful afternoon. It was worth the whole sacrifice. But and then yeah, Autumn yeah. was just Julie was like, Autumn, do you want to, you know, go out and do something tonight? And Autumn goes, No. And I was, she was like, Why not? And she goes, Mom, it's been a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Julie, you got to realize you're an up and go get them. And Autumn can do that very well. But she's half me too, and the me mm-hmm. curmudgeon just wants to sit at home and do nothing. Like yes. you got to, you got to yes. just. You can't, Julie's like a hundred miles an hour. Cause the moment she stops moving, she passes out, you know, like, yeah, you don't have to tell me. Yeah. That's my life. Yeah, I know. That's I know. And so yeah. I was like, Ooh. and next weekend we have a double header football game, which fucking mm. that's four hours of football games. Like I was like, why did we agree to do two football games and back to back? And she goes, I don't know. Um, yeah. Cause normally we just do one. Cause now they're older. So the games are longer. They're like two hours. Like they, oh, cause they do that bullshit where they like use all their, their, uh, timeouts and stuff at the end of the, you know, halftime mm. or the second quarter. So they drag out the clock and everything, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. So next weekend, by and large, other than the football games is going to just be laid low again. My wife made me promise that, or made a promise to me that cause her birthday's coming up and she was just, I was like, just give me next weekend to just, you know, whatever. She goes, you want me to pick up a shift on Sunday? I was like, if you want to. Otherwise, just know I'm not going to do much. She goes, I'll probably work and just make some extra money. I was like, that's fine. Buy yourself something. Mm. Um, right. But yeah, so that was my weekend. Took a while to explain, but survived it. Mm-hmm. But yes. Survived. Eaten horribly. I'm still, I, I wasn't really hungry after, you know, eating that huge lunch. Snacked on a couple of things. Had a bowl of cereal in the afternoon. You'd have been proud of me. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, just uh, whew, just overindulged all the time. No sleep, no food, or bad food, bad drink. <laughs> just need to chill out. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. You know? You, you want to trade. <laughs> Sounds like fun. But enough about all that. Enough about What have all you that? been up to in a gaming sense, Trees? Oh, boy. Well, let's see. Knocking shit over. Um, so, uh, Ghost of Shishima, Fred. Right, uh-huh. Watch the credits roll. Oh, shit. So, I hit... I, I finished the main story. Uh-huh. I, um, and then it goes into, like, most open-world games. It goes into a, a new game plus where you can continue on in the world to do all the shit you haven't done. Yep. <laughs> um, but I feel that this game does that better. Um, now, granted, I haven't played, obviously through every Assassin's Creed and stuff, and I haven't played a lot of open-world games. Okay. But for me, for the game open-world games I have played, um, this had the best, like, wrap-up and in introduction to, like, a new like game plus. Game? yeah. Where, because like a maniac, um, Tsushima uh, in the game world is like, it, it's an island, the island of Tsushima. Um so all the atrocities happening right now is sort of contained to the island, right? Mm-hmm. And the threat is always that the Mongols are going to make their way to the mainland once they're done with Tashima. So that's always yes. the threat is like we have to stop them from getting to the mainland and all this shit, right? Um, and Tashima is broken up into three parts. I think we talked about before. It's like the southern part of the island, the central part, and then the, the, the northern part. Right. And each one's a um, um, not a chapter, but a, um, an act. An act. Act one, two, and three. Um, act one and two. Um, I decimated the island. <laughs> like I like did you everything. Everything. Yeah. Yes, I did. I went out to every question. I did everything you could possibly do. And then always, when you go to the next act, sometimes you have to go back because mm. some new things might open up here and there, but not a lot. But then when I got to the third act, I, I was running that risk of burning myself out. Mm-hmm. So I concentrated really on finishing up the character stories and uh, I guess, quote unquote, the loyalty missions. I guess we gotcha. were accustomed okay. to calling them now, you know, like tying up all the little, the, the, the you know, the character picture profile missions, you know. Making sure you they got all, all your story stuff out of the way when yes. you complete the game. Um, and then I did the main story, which is. You know, the big bad is, um, I think they call is uh Kotal, Kotal Khan. I think he's, you know, he's a con, you know, he's not the okay. con, yeah, but he is the big, he's the one running the show on the island, he's the one in charge of the Mongols and everything. <clears throat> uh, he's the big bad, and so obviously, as you imagine it, so the story sort of you know, that pivots on fighting him, you have a big boss fight with him, mm-hmm. um. And then you wrap things up with your uncle because, you know, the whole game is based on samurai and honor, right? Mm-hmm. There's a way the samurai conduct themselves. And because you become the ghost, um, you know, you get that nickname because, you know, you learn all the stealth tactics. Mm-hmm. And 
as you level up, you also get like um, <clears throat> new nicknames. Like you sort of like when you level up your character, you get a new title. And like uh, eventually, you know, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and eventually you become like the ghost. And, and that's what people refer to you as. You become gotcha. sort of like a legend, yeah. like this scary thing. Oh, the ghost. I heard about the ghost. And it's funny because you're running the, the village people and they don't know that you're him. Because you're also Lord Sakai, right? You're you're also like yes. the lord of that land, but they but the ghost but, is like a separate thing. Yeah, and, I've never played the game, but like, yeah, it, I I think of the ghost of Tsushima, like just from the trailers and stuff, kind of like the mm-hmm. Black Panther. Now I'm aware yes. that T'Challa didn't, you know, hide his identity, but like yes, the Black yes, Panther yes. is something that just kind of passed down to people. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you'll hear um, people describe to you like what the ghost is and what he's been doing. Like, and sometimes in a negative way, you know what I mean? Like, Oh my God, the ghost, I heard he slotted a whole blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Oh my God. It's like, no, I'd never do that shit. Um, anyways. (laughs) And so you fall out of favor with your uncle because he's like the head of the family and the head of like the shogun of, of your family, of your house. And you're sort of disgraceful because you're doing this. Like, and you know, your view is any means necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like your way isn't getting it done, right? You're like Jack Bauer in 24. Like you want to get your hand talking a good game, but no one's going to get their hands dirty type of type of deal. Um, so, um, so then you have to wrap, you just sort of like a wrap up with the uncle and stuff. Um, <clears throat> and so then the way they do new game plus is it's like, you know, you go your separate way and you sort of like, you get like a little hideout because you're no longer part of like, the house, you know what I mean? You don't have like all these riches and shit anymore. Like you, you sort of did. Um, so you have this little hut and all through the hut is all these trinkets and you can look at them and like each one represents like a story beat from the main, from the main game. Like it's either a per like a, like an arrow from like one of the people you helped or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so, it, it, it's like, it's him remembering all the stuff you did from the main story um, and then you run into one of your, the woman friend that, uh, kind of helped you become the ghost. And she's like, you know, you come in, you know, now we rid the, the con and stuff. And, you know, you, you know, you're no longer welcomed by your uncle. Like you, you want to come with me to the mainland. And you basically say like, like, no, I'm, I'm going to stay here because it's still Mongols here. They might not have a leader, but there's still camps and there's still pockets. And, uh, so as long as they're here, I'm going to stay here and that's sort of how they explain the new game plus i think it's kind of clever because it makes you still be like yeah i I, this island still has shit on it like right it's not like i'm just running around getting experience points it's like no like yeah i did the main thing but there's still there's still trouble here there's still stuff i have to fix so i kind of like that because it does give you more an incentive to keep playing it more than just um like you said, like trophies or something. You know what I mean? It's well, like. <laughs> and it sounds like to me, like my biggest issue with AC Origins was that you do go on those like side missions and stuff and they become just very repetitive and they don't have a whole lot of like richness to mm-hmm. your purpose. It's kind of like going through the motions. Whereas I have heard just the opposite about Ghost of Tsushima. Like, 
Yeah. Even on um, the repetitive <clears throat> stuff, like it's not that bad. It's fun. And I still haven't gone to the extra island. So I have that the, the DLC, that, that yeah. DLC, I guess, which is like um, you run into them very early. There's a story beat. They're like um, like a different kind of enemy of Mongo that uses like uh, mushrooms and shit. So nice. they, they hit you. You get more like it's more hallucinogenic type shit going on. And go. they're, Drugs. Yeah. they're kind of poisoning people. And it makes them act like zombies, sorta. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so there's a whole thing that there's a whole separate island I can go to, and that's a whole story thing. Because in my techniques or in my unlockable, like upgradable techniques, there's one that's just a question mark that I I've, I've finished the game. I haven't unlocked it. I'm assuming that was an extra technique added for that island, like some new thing. I and I'm so, sure you're right. Yeah, so uh, I'm interested to go there and uh, and they tell you when you go to do it. They're like, yo, these enemies are like tougher than anything in this main Shishima. So are you ready to go? So you can tell they sort of let you know, like, hey, maybe you should finish shit first. I'll get a little, like, don't go here right away. Because it's in chapter, it's in act two. It's on the, the central part of the island. So you run into it before you would at the end of the game, you know, you, you mm. run into it early. So um, it's not like a hidden thing. It's just a point you go to on the coast and uh, it will, it's like a boat and it will bring you there. So I, I want to check that out. <clears throat> um, the other thing we played, and if you want to talk about it now is, is me and my son playing Fortnite still um, the new season. Yes. Right. Chapter three season six or seven i don't know what the fuck they mean anymore uh, oh yeah it's it's weird because the chapters come in <clears throat> or the seasons are part of the chapters so we are on chapter three season four something like but that. i only um, just now know about it yeah <laughs> um so uh here's a surprise <clears throat> the addictive nature right uh-huh. has worn off why because you know, me and my son was sort of like couldn't couldn't wait to see what was going to be in the new season. Uh huh. We both seen it. We looked through everything, and even my son, a six year old, was like, "I'm good. I'm good." There was like nothing that stood out. Like obviously, the last one had Darth Vader at the end, right? But even throughout the season pass, even the extra little characters you can unlock were kind of cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. They just had a cool look to them, and, and a lot of the different things were cool. Um, the season pass, uh, I think characters are dumb looking that you can unlock. There's Gwen Stacy at the end, Spider-Man. and I know, yep, I know for you it's a, it's the same, but I have no affinity to it. Like I don't. Yep. I think it's cool because it looks like the the Spider Verse version. You know, it looks yes. like the the cartoon movie version, so that's cool. But um, don't care about it. Like I'm not like, oh my god, fucking. <laughs> and I, I was care. like, oh my god. But like, yeah, I'm. I'm guessing that's probably similar to a lot of people's reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my son, my son knows it's like a Spider Girl, but he doesn't oh, yeah. really watch Spider Man either. So he's just like, he knows who it is, but he's just, he's just like whatever. And then there's the only thing piqued his interest a little. There's like this big. It looks like a like. Kind of like a teddy bear made out of jelly or something. So I just then, bought this skin. I love yeah. playing with him. Yeah. And then in the in his gut is like a real yep. bear with a like a game controller. With a, like it's with very an Xbox odd. controller. It's great. Um, <laughs> and that's like maybe like six 
six levels in to the season pass. Uh, maybe yeah, you can it's get page him. four or five. I forget. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but there are anime girls. You didn't want to be like an no, anime girl no. because that's not that's their anime girl, right? Like they made that girl up. That's not I like so. from yes. a cartoon, is no, it? Right? No, 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 not like Goku. And then, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. And then they have like a cat person. They do. Right? Yeah, like a hip cat. Autumn said that was like, what all of the her friends at her age were all like going gaga to, over. To me, it looks like Epic just trying to like capture the Splatoon style, which they didn't do. Oh, they absolutely are. Like when you look at that, you're like, are they trying to yes, like get are. this weird hip funky yes. thing going? But they yes. did not do it. Yes. So I'm like, you know, that's we don't care about that. Uh, and then, so the story of this season is, so my, my son's also upset because Darth Vader is gone. Right. So that was one of our driving things. Was, yeah. But does he still have the skin or? No, no, yeah, we have the skin. But he but, doesn't show up. Yes. Yeah. We would, it, we'd start every game by fighting Darth Vader. Yeah. And like, the replacement, the replacement, she's not as fun as Darth Vader Autumn said. No, so. I mean, we do it. Um, so the the new story mode is like whatever, whatever, right? The all sparkle, fucking whatever they it's chrome. Gave the version yeah, of they it. call it Chrome. This Chrome everything is taking over chrome. everything. And wow, weird! It makes Fortnite act just like Splatoon, just in time for Splatoon three to come out. Yeah, very weird. No, very weird. Yeah, you can Chrome yourself, and you can turn into like a Chrome. They are blob. like unapologetic about being like, what can we fucking rip off as close yeah. as possible without getting sued? They not very good though. That's as good as the, they could do without getting sued though. Right? Uh, the Chrome right. got me killed killed yesterday, and I was swearing at the TV like yeah. inside. Yeah, because I don't like that. Like the Chrome would turn you Chrome. And the only benefit is you, if you hit the run button, you turn into a blob like Splatoon and you can go pretty fast. So mm-hmm. if you're like stuck outside the zone or something, you know, you can, you can chug around pretty fast. Yep. Um, I don't like, I don't need that though. But the pretty slide efficient. is so much better. Slide's better. Um, but when I'm fighting people, like I was trying to fight mm-hmm. people and I will click in, at, in and out of running when I'm dodging around people yeah. and it kept making me into a blob. Yeah. And it, and it got me killed. Cause I was like, oh, fuck, when does this yeah. wear off? Can this wear off? Like it was messing my whole, like strafing around people and stuff. Like it was messing me up. Another thing is you can Chrome shit. So you can throw like a Chrome bomb and like yep. Chrome a house or a car. You can Chrome anything. And then you can jump through the wall. So yep. if there's a Chrome wall, you can phase through it. Like T2 Terminator. Like you <laughs> yeah, just that bubble was, through it. It's fun, but when you think about the fact that you can just also chop down or shoot through a wall, like it's like, oh, right. Okay. Uh, so that, that's the big deal. So, and there's a big, uh, there's always a tornado, but now it's a Chrome tornado. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so my son now likes to go, um, fight that woman. Cause he likes to get the gold shotgun thing that she drops mm-hmm. and they have Chrome, Chrome weapons. So they got like a little bit of Chrome splash yep. on the front end of them. And what happens is the more you kill with them, they upgrade on their own. Yes. Um, but I don't find any of them good. I um, uh, I think I liked one of the assault rifles, but they're not worth the effort to get them. So the, the shotguns are fine because they act just like a shotgun, right? And it's like, that's fine. Um, but 
they they actually don't they only have one kind of rifle it's like a burst rifle yeah which is not how i like to shoot yeah there's two types of rifles and yeah it's i've only i always get the yeah i don't like them no the chrome one is only the burst type but i mean like i i was i found it interesting that in Fortnite, instead of toggling that on your assault rifle there just to make it probably easier for a larger audience there's mm-hmm. literally two types of assault rifles there's also two types yeah, of smgs um and i was like oh okay there's three types of assault rifles there's a hammer what do i mean there's a no there's a couple there's combat assault right there's hammer, hammer assault and then in in burst oh see and maybe i've only gotten hammer and burst i don't know this is a combat one. It just says combat assault rifle. <laughs> okay. And if it, maybe um, I just, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, you know, he spent those, he spent all his V bucks anyway. So it doesn't, doesn't even matter. Right. <laughs> um, I have enough for this season pass, but I'm not buying it. Just save the V bucks. Cause I'm like, I don't care about the end result. And there's no, there's only one. And then there's another dude that sort of is like dreadlock sort of like short, yeah, like that's twist who I used until I got my in chrome hands. And I'm like, he's ugly. Like I don't like him. Uh, he's goofy looking. He's he's every, he's every poser anarchist. Yes, goth kid uh, you went to school with in the '90s. Like, and the girl is just a girl in a in like a you know, it's just like she's in the fucking Rough Riders from the '90s. Like she's in like a motorcycle fucking jumpsuit. But it's like. The girls that were, I don't know, is it supposed to be the same girl from the last season? I have no idea. Is it ongoing people? That's, I don't know. Um, but don't mind. My yes, it is phone. ongoing people. Yes. Don't mind my uh, my phone there. Yeah. No, it's all good. I got like, I got security shit going off here. Security um, blink cameras going off up in New Hampshire. We get deer on the, on the um, oh, okay. blink cameras up there at night. My phone's going nuts right now. Um, but you know, we got all the girls from the last season, and they're all kind of hot and cool. So we're happy with them. Yeah, so. Autumn said she wasn't huge into this month's yeah, season pass, just, but she was she wanted the cat and she wanted see, like and, and well, and the big thing was I wanted to play with her. So yeah. she usually once a month I give her um, you know, some virtual currency. And I mm-hmm. was like, if you want to do your September month as, you know, 10 bucks in V bucks so that you can grab the season pass, you know, mm-hmm. all better power to you. And it was hilarious because then when she gets in there, I see that she already has a thousand V bucks. And I was like, well, well, hold on. And she was like, well, I wanted to skin. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't give him V bucks. He will well, buy the first dumb thing. Well, yeah. His and, fucking control the lands on. So I'm see, like, I can't give him any currency. Well, in Autumn too being her age, yeah, like yes. uh, now that she's 11, it's like, well, you spent it, tough shit. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. we don't give her an allowance or anything. And so, like I said, it was about probably probably last year sometime. I was like, all right, I, you're buying Minecraft stuff from time to time. You're buying Roblox stuff from time to time. You're buying Fortnite stuff from time to time. I'll let you bounce around. Just just know you get roughly like 10 bucks in digital currency like once a month and she's on my family account. So I just log into my account and just add 10 bucks to it. And then I let her buy anything she wants in the store provided she's got credit for it. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, um, but yeah, I, I, I wanted to play with her. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're still playing. Um, <clears throat> we play at night. He's getting mad though, because uh, I think because it's the beginning of the season passes, a lot of, 
old school plays on. So I was wondering, and he's getting about smoked. That. Yeah, because we were getting crowns left and right at the end of the thing. But he's uh we came in second tonight, mm-hmm. but uh, he really wants to win again. But it's tough with him because he, he you know, he, he charges in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, he'll die. Like he'll just be like, "I'm dead," and I'm like, "Well," and he wants me to instantly revive him. And I'm like, "Dude, I got to clean out this area. You just got smoked by like two people, yeah. and they're here. Like they're. <laughs> it's like I can't. I just can't run out in the open. And, and he gets so pissed, you know." And then yeah. I'll grab his little card, and then he'll get mad because there's a van right there, but it's in the storm. I'm like, no, you gotta, we gotta go this way. I said, I will revive you when I get to where so I'm going. Do, is that what those vans do? They revive you? Yeah. So if your partner dies, uh-huh. they drop a little key card. You'll see a little, like it will okay. put a yeah, little. Yeah. Um, I've seen that. Yeah. Startup symbol like on the map, so you can see where they drop their card, and, and they give you like five minutes to get it. Like it's not like so you can um. You get that card, and then those vans are everywhere. They have the big like yeah, I've power seen symbol on them. Yeah, you just go up, and then if you have the reboot card, it takes like ten seconds, and then it brings them back into the game. Yeah, and see, I just have never had to use it, and so I see those vans around, especially when I'm playing solo, and I'm like, "What are these vans for?" Yeah, but um, Fortnite's funny because they know what they're doing because the vans make a lot of noise. Yes, you know, yes. like the whole symbol lights up. It's like, mm-hmm. and then when <laughs> they're such assholes, and when you finally do bring them back the fucking lights and the horns flash on yep. it yep. <laughs> you're like god damn it um, um well so real quick if you don't mind i uh so i got into it um you know i mm-hmm. was fresh new to fortnite even when i had played fortnite in the past i had only played the single player stuff okay yeah the look on autumn's face when um she came downstairs the other day and i was playing the single player mission she goes what are you doing and i'm like there's there's achievements no there's achievements and they all have diamonds on them because nobody who plays Fortnite even touches that mode um Mm. but uh i don't even know if people really know it exists right the the game definitely is not encouraging you to play it um but when i got in there i was wondering what my founder's shit was there was like no founder's shit. I have no. a founder's glider, like when I'm coming in, you know, like a parachute. Right. Yep. yep. And I have a couple of exclusive dances that were like when they first introduced dancing and stuff like that. But the biggest thing I got was I got like 1800 V bucks or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had a lot to start with. Right. And it was unfortunate because am I correct that like, you just have to check the store and see what's there and see how it cycles because I was hoping I could just go in there, roll in there, buy oh, Indiana Jones and everything done. you can. What? No, it, no, you have to, uh, yeah. The, the, the store refreshes. Yeah. I saw and then Indiana Jones was last season. So yeah. I don't know when It'll you be a while. get him. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, again, a couple of my quick observations as to what was unique about it. So I get in there and first thing I noticed was there's a lot going on and not a whole lot to explain <laughs> to you, right? Like I was like, mm-hmm. how do I customize my character? And Autumn's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, like, I am some Hispanic girl. Like, how do I change it so that I can look like I want to? And she goes, well, you got to buy a skin. And I was like, wait, wait. Yes. So the only way you can look different is buying a skin. She goes, yes. And I said, okay. Like, I get it. But like, that was mm-hmm. unique to me. Right? Like, I was like, yep, weird. Me too. Yeah. I, think, I thought I was doing something wrong. Yeah. You know? And then. Nope. They just give you default character for a while. Yes. Random default. <laughs> and then another thing I noticed was I was like, okay, so. 
Then when we got into duos, Autumn like, you know, found me and then we partied up. She invited me to a party, so I joined her party and then we played duos. And then after our game, after we played a couple games, I said, I'm going to keep playing. And Autumn goes, I'm going to you know, take a nap. This was, this was actually a couple weeks ago. Cause this was last weekend because you, you know, we, we didn't record mm-hmm. last weekend and autumn had stayed up all night for my wife had done a series of sleepovers. It was, we've been celebrating her birthday this whole fucking month, basically. <laughs> um, and so autumn wanted to take an actual nap cause she hadn't slept. And I was like, okay. And so I couldn't join any matches cause it was like, you're in a, a party with this person. And I was like, but this person's yeah. offline and you have to actually navigate your way through the menus to leave the party. <laughs> you do, and it's yes. not intuitive. And I'm like, no. not until you know how to do it. And I was like, it's fucked up. I found myself yeah. Googling how to do so many things in Fortnite at first. Yeah. Once you get used to it, you know your way around it very quick yeah. and easy. There's like but. that side slide out menu that yes. you're like, what is any of this? Yes. <laughs> Nonsense. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, down down the bottom of that, you can find a way to get the yep. fuck out of a body. So of course I wanted Spider-Gwen and I knew this was going to happen. So I buy the season pass, you know, used like whatever, 900 or something of my V-Bucks. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I look at the season pass right away and Autumn's just so amused and annoyed by me at the same time. She goes, why, why are you, why? And mind you, we're in two different rooms, mm-hmm. but she was like, okay, I'm going to start the game. I was like, hold on. I'm looking at the season pass. And she goes, why? You don't have any V buck or you don't have any stars yet. And I was like, I know, but hold on. And she goes, oh, look at it when we're in between games. Like, that's right. It's like, okay. That's right. Right. So I was looking at it, but I, I just had to get to the bottom and say, yep, sure as shit. It is the final page and I have to unlock yeah. everything on that page to get it. Okay. Yes. I don't have to well, unlock yeah. everything in the season pass, but I know I have to unlock that page and then I you have, have to, to get everything the, on her page. You have to get the level 90. You don't 90 have will to. Unlock. You can unlock it sooner than that no. if you min-max how you unlock stuff. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. I don't says, think you can. Maybe that maybe yep. that final page is the exception. Yeah, the, but I thought it was it, like you have to do X number of items, and then this page unlocks. That's for most of them, other than maybe it is the last page. But I think it works out to like, <laughs> yeah. But you only one way earn or the other. You're playing, stars. yeah, you're playing like, a fuck ton. One way yeah, you earn five stars a level. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, even picking and choosing stuff. I think eventually. It, it costs you nine, like 90 levels worth of shit. Sure. Get, and I had, and so. it's the long game, right? I got three months. So you, you got to get in there though. I did it in a week when I did that beta. You just got to do the missions. Right. Like and that's so, what kids don't do. Yes. Like you got to look, yes. you know, you do three weekly missions a day or whatever. And then you get the bonus at the top. You know yes. what I mean? And so, so that's what, that's what Autumn found surprising. So like when we were, so we get in there, we start playing duos and I'll tell you trees, this was like the first day of the new season. Like I literally mm-hmm. woke her up last Saturday morning, Sunday morning. And I said, it's live. Let's do this. And she goes, okay. Um, and, um, and we played duos, right? No build duos. And right. first thing we did was we went over and saw that new boss and killed her. And I got the golden shotgun. I was like, I don't like shotguns. I was like, okay, take it. And we got a fucking victory royale. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sweet. And Autumn was like, yeah, you're you're good to play with. And I was like, thanks. And but I, just like you, I was like, if you, Autumn was like, this it was so crazy watching you play. Like you run in there and you like slide. One of my favorite moves is to slide yeah. into someone and shotgun slide right the in. face. Yeah. They, oh yeah. Most of the players or at least they actually freeze. until this weekend, most of the players do not know how to handle that. No. Um, 
The other thing they, they don't know how to do is when you go jump crazy, when you start jumping mm. over them and stuff like that, they just don't know what to I, do. I don't even do that. Uh, like, I'm amazed. Like, today we were playing and someone shot at me. Mm-hmm. Literally, I couldn't tell where they were shooting from. Yep. I'm like, is that you? He's like, no. And someone kept shooting at me and missing. Yeah. And I swear, I walked in circles around this brick wall like five times. Like, who is shooting at me? And then finally I turned and there's a person there shooting at me, right? Mm-hmm. I shoot him once and hit him. He turns and runs. Yeah. <laughs> like he does it. Yep. And I just chased him down and shot him. And I'm like, boy, if you're that afraid, maybe you shouldn't take pot shots at someone then. Yeah. Just keep moving. Well, just Autumn, go on. Autumn was very amused by me zigzag patterning patterning as well. She goes, What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they can't they can't track you very well if you try this on some players. So, so like me. Uh, you and me are very competent at Fortnite right out the gate. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but it's kind of fun, bad. actually. Autumn's not bad because... So at first, it was just new moves, right? She hadn't seen mm-hmm. people use those moves. But Autumn is very aggro, and she does it mm-hmm. in a calculated way. She knows to like get her shields up, and then she waits. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I've seen her. I'll see her hide in like a tree. Like where she's in the foliage, though. You know, where mm-hmm. you just can't really right. see her. And then she'll go up behind someone, and then when she unloads, she knows to get ready for it because she doesn't do ducking and running and sliding and jumping or zigzag patterns. So she knows she's got to like make it count. But then Smart. she's really good at then hiding out and then healing and then <clears throat> doing it. Trees, that first Sunday, that first day of the season passed, which you know we were doing Sunday morning, so that's mm-hmm. probably why it was lighter, right? The, the real players hadn't come out of the woodwork yet. But Trees, we fucking hat-tricked. Victory Royale's first three games. She was like, holy nice. shit, dad. And get there that were crown, times, get to keep that crown. Yeah, there were times where she was covering my ass. There was a time where mm-hmm. I almost got my ass blasted off. And I was like, Autumn, here's what you need to do. And she goes, I'm coming, I'm coming. I was like, no, 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 no. Stay where you are. I'm going to come to you. And when I right. run through that door and they're chasing me, you blast them in the back. And so I'm starting to teach her those tactics and that's mm-hmm. helping out. But she is a naturally pretty damn good player, especially because yeah. this weekend when we played, we had much more experienced players, and I was playing for shit. She was saving my ass left and right. Um, yeah, I mean, I get surprised by him. Like, tonight we were playing, and <clears throat> I'd hear some firefighting because he's on the switch next to me. So I can hear through his switch, and then I can just hear the echoes on my screen. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm like, what are you shooting? Is someone shooting at you? Yeah. And then I turn to him and he goes... And then I go, where is he? he? Goes, I killed him. And then he'll do it again. So I'm like, he gets people that come after him, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he has this bad habit, and I'm trying to teach him that like, someone's far away, he just starts taking shots at him. And I'm like, buddy, you're letting everybody know where we are, you know? Or yes. like, we'll be the only one in the circle, or like, you know, like in a, like today we cleaned out a city, you know? Mm-hmm. And um. And so we were in the, the I don't know the names of all the areas, the Tilted Towers, I don't know what the fuck we were. Sure. But <laughs> but we were just going through the buildings and no one was coming around. There was only, there was still like 40-something players left. And we were in the center of the circle. So we had all, we didn't have to go anywhere. Right. And all of a sudden he says, like, blowing up cars. You know? And I'm like, what are you, is that you? Are you shooting it? He goes, yeah. I go, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, he does stuff like that and you're like, and then all of a sudden fun. we get like ambushed, you know. Cars, but yeah. Oh my god. But he gets the problem is he gets mad when he loses. You're so right. it's like, well, dude, it's like 
you know, yeah, stop see, taking uh, shots at people for no reason. Yeah, see, you know? Autumn, I don't have to deal with that. Uh, one thing Autumn yeah. really likes is that I'm good at sniping. And Me too. so yeah. she loves, because she's not. And so she loves when I'm like, all right, you do your stuff. Don't go too far, but I'm going to separate mm-hmm. from you. And she goes, why are you, Why do you want to separate from me? And I said, we need to stay in the same vicinity, but you got to know that when I pot shot at somebody, if I miss or if I don't kill them, if they're really shielded up, I may have to cut and run and I don't want to compromise you in that process. Because then we do the cat and mouse mm. thing where if the person decides to, they either run away or they chase me. If they decide to chase right. me, then I rendezvous back with Autumn, but they don't know that Autumn's there and she's hanging out in the house. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, and, and bless your, your cough or whatever, but um, COVID, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, a lot of these duos, they don't know how to like teamwork it, right? They're just, they just think there's two of them, right? They're not really running like, you know... <laughs> They're not, they're not flanking and stuff like that. So I know I told my son, you know, he has a bad habit of not saying when he's in trouble. Okay. You know? Yeah. So he's fighting with people and I'm like, is that you? Are you like me? I'll be like people. We got people here, you know? Yeah. And so he has a bad habit doing that. And the next thing I know, he's yelling because he's down and I'm like, well, dude, you got, you got to like, let me know. Yeah. Um, Autumn, Autumn was very amused the other day where she was getting shot at and she hadn't told me yet right because she was trying to manage the situation yeah and um all of a sudden that person just got blasted by a snipe and she goes oh my god somebody out of the blue just shot this guy and i was like yeah i wonder who that could have been and she goes i don't know but i'm thankful And i was like it was me and she was like oh (laughs) yeah my um i'm trying to teach him um that when he kills somebody if i'm not around you know like if i'm in a building and he goes all right killed somebody i'm like did you were they crawling or did they blow up because i go if they're crawling it means they have a buddy yep and so don't just like kill the dude and then just start walking around you know what i mean like i'm trying mm-hmm. to teach him that like sweep first like he's not going anywhere if he's crawling don't worry about him yep. um but it is fun it isn't I, I, it's my own personal insult i feel is when i do down somebody and they're crawling it's the only reason I keep a shotgun on me yeah. is I just, I roll up and switch to a shotgun and one blast, like explode them. I don't know why I, I that's oh, very. Autumn was ruthless. I didn't know that that's how the downing worked the first game. And I was like, oh no, no, you got to kill him. And I was like, what do you mean? And I see her roll up on the person, switch to a shoddy and just blast him in the face. And she goes, no, yeah. they crawl. And that's when you yeah, yeah. kill them. And I was like, Damn. that's right. Find, find a van fucker. <laughs> yeah. So, no. but again, I'm, I'm having fun, but this weekend, definitely, uh, aside from like Saturday morning, um, a couple, a couple other people we're talking to on the, on the discords, um, <laughs> learn from gaming chase was telling me he was playing yesterday morning while I was at the fucking parade. And, yeah. um, he was like, it wasn't too bad yesterday, but then I got on yesterday afternoon and I was playing solo shit trees. I couldn't even get past like the first storm thing on some of those really? matches. People are yeah, fucking I, brutal. Yeah, I think the weekends, it ramps up. <laughs> I think yeah, everybody's, but, oh, the kids are back playing. But um, I do all right. I, 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 oh, no. I and When Autumn and I played duos today, we were doing all right, but we weren't winning automatically victory royales. Autumn got bored of playing duos the other day, and that's why she stopped, because <clears> she was just getting victory royales. I, so, I was in, we came in like, 40 something tonight at one point we came in second but there was one game we came in at like in the 40s order right 
but <clears throat> we went to that tilted towers or whatever that he, he his new thing's a city he he likes danger yeah <laughs> he likes action he likes the action yeah so we go to the city right out the gate and it's nothing but killing yes for the first like it's like if you make it through the gauntlet you made it through yeah in most of the time 90 percent of the time quite honestly is like we clean out the city it's kind of weird um <laughs> but yeah we landed there and he died because now in this new season there's these floating platforms mm-hmm. everywhere on like hot air balloons yep they're all over the place and he landed on that and um there's vaults now on some yep. place so you get these keys and you open these vaults so people go to those vaults and he was up there and he died like instantly um and i'm trying to get to his key card you know because it's mm-hmm. up there somewhere um i killed because you know you have a kill count you know yeah i killed nine people and then eventually died trying to get his card and we came in for something i'm like and he's mad at me i'm like dude i just went through nine people in a row <laughs> yeah. trying to get your card i'm like that's pretty impressive actually yeah you know? a little more appreciation but uh yeah well, and I, I know I still got it because I played this morning and of course it was like the girls all decided to wander down and pay attention to what I was doing at the last minute because uh, Autumn, as she sometimes has a tendency to do, this is a problem I had growing up as well. She all of a sudden just like was in the middle of the morning. It was probably like 11 a.m. And she was just like, I no longer want to have people over to sleep over. I want to be by myself. And she just she just put on headphones and got her laptop out and just started doing her own thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you? So the girls came yeah. down, the other girls came downstairs and I was playing Fortnite at the time. And Julie was even watching me because I was just playing random Fortnite, hoping that I could cash in on some of that Sunday morning, you know, lighter mm-hmm. play. And it was it was difficult. I was getting blasted quite a bit, but I ended up in one good game. And I was actually doing pretty good myself and julie Mm -hmm. started watching because i went to land and um, a person landed like swooped in at the last minute landed right by where i was and picked up the gun that was right there and the Mm -hmm. idiot started shooting at me and so i was like oh you motherfucker and i used the 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 blade you know like the yeah that's fun yeah and i just sliced him up and killed him and julie was like whoa whoa whoa, that was pretty slick and i was like yeah (laughs) and so i'm chasing people what? I've chased people down with the blunt object yeah. before. It's insulting. Well, oh, and mine's it's very a sword. insulting when you. I had unlocked yeah, my, some, that mine's a sword, but yeah. I beat someone with the birthday cake staff there today. That's insulting. There you go. I, I hope to someday. I want to beat him to death with a fishing rod. But, um, so, uh, and I haven't done fishing yet. I want to, but I haven't taken the time to fish yet. But anyway, um, so I just started playing and I had a really good game. This uh, w- my final game was really good this morning. Trees, I uh, and people were just watching me, and um, even Autumn when she came downstairs and watched, she was fascinated with some of my tactics. She goes, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, well, this chest is here, and it, when you get near it, people can hear it like humming. So I'm just gonna wait right. for the first motherfucker to come around." I had a um, I had an orange or a golden shotgun, mm-hmm. and I was full health, full um, shields. Shield. I was like. Anyone who comes over here, if they don't know I'm here, they're going to be opening the chest. I'll just blast their back. They don't have a chance. I was like, they're, they're not going to be able to pull this all off in time. And I also had a um, rapid-fire SMG that was purple that I could switch to if I had to. Um, so I was fine. Um, but they were interested in that. Um, then one guy, yeah, he he tried to come after me. And I was like, don't come after me, guy. Don't come after Oh, there you go. Came after me. All right. And then they watched me clear out a city because the uh, – <laughs> 
the thing had shrank the the and so we were down and um i thought i was gonna finally get my first victory royale solo because i've never done it and um and it was down to me it, it was down to three of us and then um the guy got me as a bounty and he came for me and i killed him and i was like yeah and so then there was only two of us and i did my tactic again where i was hiding in the tree <laughs> looking at the <laughs> looking at the um at the uh the treasure chest and the guy did yeah, something yeah. i wouldn't have anticipated he would do but i guess it makes sense now that i think about it we it was so narrow that there was only one house you could possibly be in if you were indoors and mm-hmm. he went into the house and got on the second floor which I would have assumed he would have thought I would have been in there, whatever. But maybe once he figured out he was alone in the house, he felt better. And he saw me and he somehow yes. figured it out. And he shot at me, but he missed. And then I unloaded on him. I had a golden assault rifle. And he did know how to bounce around and do crazy stuff and zigzag and stuff like that. And I just wasn't, I hadn't dealt with a real player in a long time. And I wasn't, I'm still not that good at tracking people like we used to do with Call of Duty and stuff. So I was shooting at where he was, not where he's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get him. And he just whipped out a shotgun and shot me right in the face. And I was mm. impressed because I think it's only two shots. I was full health, full shields, and it only took him two shots to kill me. Yeah, I've got killed with full shields. Full ho- it's usually a... Uh, uh, scoped rifle or a, a sniper rifle and it's a headshot like if they can hit you with headshots like they mm. will kill you in two shots i've done that yeah i've um, killed people with snipe shots but he just had a really strong shotgun but there's there's two tactics i've found that mm-hmm. confuse fortnite players one is um they're shooting at me so i run right and they take mm-hmm. chase and i literally just go around a corner and stop yes Yes, that trick. Then they just come barreling into you and you just kill them. And then the other one is it must be a lot of young kids, right? Because they don't understand flanking. So, mm-hmm. like, one will be shooting at me and I literally just go around a wall or a building or a hill and just come around on the other side of them. And yeah. they're still standing there facing the other way. <laughs> Yeah, and I will and say... And I'm just like, boy, oh boy. I will say this. I find that duos is way easier than solo. It was solo where mm-hmm. I was really getting my ass beat. Yeah, solo, you got to be a little bit more careful. Yeah, you solo, know, I was um, getting slaughtered sometimes. I have... Um, so there's like the five-year birthday this week yep. of Fortnite. So yeah, there's like... Throwing presents to people and stuff, yeah. Presents are great. And you get all the... You get all... Uh, these are stupid things that I'll never use, right? You know, like, a, like I said, that birthday cake staff and a backpack and shit. Yeah. All this dumb stuff you have to do. This is like missions you can look at. Um, yes. But they've also put firework guns. Yes. They're like flare guns, but you shoot them up in the end, they make fireworks. Yep. But like those things wreck people. I don't know if you've used them yes, as an I actual did. weapon, yeah. but yeah, I, I killed did. three people in one shot because they also set everything on fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, I and that, that was part of cleaning out those nine kills was three of them were done by fireworks because I just fucking blanketed the area and I don't think they expected it. Have you and gotten... Uh, yeah, well, another thing they do is there's balloons right now. That's part of the birthday thing yeah, as I well. Don't, yeah, I don't have like you balloons. Have you gotten with those players that can basically... Oh, Float around and shoot you. Oh, my God. Walk walk on the moon. Yes. The, the moon walk. They, yeah, I got killed by one today yeah. and I fucking almost lost my mind because... I was shooting him as he was floating. Yep. Because you can shoot him. Yep. But it was one of those things where I was using the scoped rifle, and whatever was going on, 
my hitbox was going like either between his legs. I was like losing my shit because I was, I was, I swear I was hitting him. And, Same thing. Uh, there was a guy who was and then he was shooting back at me. Yeah, there was a guy with, floating it with a balloon, and I he was close to me, and I had an assault rifle, and I'm fine if like we both were getting hit and he just outlived yeah. me, but it wasn't even registering the hits. They must there yeah, must be too. some exploit with that. Maybe possibly there's something going on. <clears throat> it, there's something. It, going it on. might just be like they're just really good at like so. you know rapid firing the the jump button or something but they're doing something that's giving them an advantage but i learned my lesson because i ran into another one and i let him like float by me and i let him land and start running before i started hitting him um but here's an important question fred Uh uh-huh uh because fortnite has a weird stigma right in Mm -hmm. a weird way because it's like the kid game it's the old game it's the game that had flossing in it like all this shit it has all this Stigma, right? It's really um, funny too because in your questions for trees, you can tell you recorded in the past because yes. you were talking shit. On I was like, I hate, I hate fucking Fortnite. Yeah, I know, I, I noticed that myself. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I love that you kept it in there, though. Anyway, continue. Um, no editing, no editing. Yeah. Questions for trees <laughs> at gmail.com, by the way. Um, but um, with all the stigmas and stuff, because when you mention it to people, you almost say it with a like. Other adults, you, you say it with a grain of salt. You're like, oh, you know, I play Fortnite for my kid. Like, you got to throw yeah, it in there. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, game's fucking fun, man. It it's is. A good time. I, I've not played. <laughs> I told Chase, I was like, I the the addictive loop is just so quick to pick up and go. Now, I will say, I can already tell though, because it's already started, that um, I need like I don't play a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Like I play. I what I try to do is play it at least once every other day and try to make it so that I'm doing a level a day. So let's say I didn't play yes. it today and I play it next on tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I, it's been two days since I've played it. I make sure I do at least two levels and I can usually do that within a match or two because like you mm-hmm. said, the last thing I'll say that differentiates me and autumn a ton is she got in and played with me on duos today and she goes, whoa, have you been playing a ton without me? And I said, I've been playing some without you, but not a ton. And she goes, and I said, and you've been playing plenty without me with your friends. And she goes, yeah, but why are you level 20 and I'm level 12? And I said, because I'm doing all the missions and you get a fuck ton of points from this. Because she always thought it was weird that I would be like, oh, hold on, we're in, you know, tiny towers or something. I need to go emote in the middle of town or something, or I need right. to go move this boulder yes. and push this, or I need to go yes. hit 40 things with a car. And she goes, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Right. And I, I also like the story missions and I'm stuck right now because autumn doesn't want to, fu- autumn didn't want to do duos. Same today. thing, man. Same thing. Devin won't go to the points I need to go. <laughs> well, so I got stuck right now where I was able to do them all solo but um, this one I, I don't think I can do solo, which was um, right now the mission I'm on, it's like later in the missions, is I have to take out that that woman. The I forget what she's called, mm-hmm. but like I have to take her, I have to participate in taking her out. And like mm-hmm. an idiot, I tried doing it in solo. And I had one time where this motherfucker, I don't know why I expected anything different. So this guy was fighting her and he was about to die. Like, he was low on health, you could tell, and the wolves, because, you know, she keeps spawning the wolves. Yeah, yeah. And the wolves were attacking him, and he just did, he was trying to reload, and he couldn't do it, so I saved him. I killed the wolves. Mm-hmm. 
And then I walked up to him and I didn't shoot or anything. You know, I slowly walked up to him while he was reloading and I jumped up and down and then turned and shot at her and then looked at him and then turned and shot at her. And he didn't do anything. He just sat there. He he didn't shoot me, but he didn't do anything. And then when the wolves spawned, I killed one of the wolves. He killed the other one. And then we both shot at her. So I, like a fool, thought we had this agreement Hold that on. we were both fighting her. The minute you turn your back, you'd be dead. So he waited till she was almost out of health. And then he did. He, it wasn't even like candid. Like before the wolves even came, he just walked up to me and just unloaded on me out of the blue. Killed the wolves, killed her and grabbed it. And then I was mad it didn't even give me credit for like helping because I was already dead. Like I was just like, yeah. just let me get through this mission. So I told Autumn, I was like, we need to do this in duos because you can't do it solo and mm-hmm. nobody's going to play nice with me right now. Um, she's not hard, man, because she's not hard, but you need multiple people to do it. You don't, you really, I've done it. Like, like the problem is the last season you have, you had to beat Darth Vader in the, by yourself too. Right. Um, oh no, I'm sure it's doable, but like yeah. there's just too many people who are trying to do that mission right now. Yeah. And so that's they're what's all making it a problem. Yeah. Uh, I got you. Yeah. See, when I was doing Darth Vader, it was at the ass end, mm-hmm. and so no one was doing anything. I had to do. Oh, but I, yeah, I, I've I've gotten her down to like near death, but and inevitably see, thing, somebody enters the room and just kills me because I'm focusing on her. The thing is, the wolves, right? Mm-hmm. They sort of have the same damage as the wild wolves and pigs running around. Mm-hmm. They kind of don't hurt you. I don't know if you've let the the wolves actually hit you. No, I haven't. And they don't chase you down. They do. Right. They do come at you, but when so can I just shoot ch- her without the wolves? I thought she was in like a protective bubble while there. She alive. is no. But what happens when she's the wolves are there? You can run around a little, so you can do your reloading and heal yourself. Like if you have um, heal spray, mm-hmm. which is what you need yeah, to you find a med yeah. spray, not not the the big cases where you have to wrap your med arm spray. up and shit, but yeah. the, the spray because you can like use Resident that, Evil style. <laughs> you you can spray that as you're running. Yes. The other ones you can't, right? You gotta be still. Um, so as long as you have that medi spray, she's um, not a problem, just, man. I'm talking about people just other people enter come. the room and fucking that. take advantage. I, yeah. I just get blasted by people I either don't know are there or they're running through. And mm-hmm. if she's shooting at me and then they are like, Oh, this is awesome, we can team mm-hmm. up, and they just they don't they don't even fight her. They just kill me so they can get the kill, and then they you, move on. You you let me know one of these nights, Fred. Oh, yeah. We'll team up and we'll, like go, said, we'll go. I'd be happy to. We'll I just know out. I need a duos. Because Autumn and I killed her right away. Like, the first thing, first game we ever played, mm-hmm. she was like, Dad, we really shouldn't just kill her. There's going to be people coming for us. And I was like, no, let's kill her. This will be fun. And she was surprised that we, like, killed her, and then we just started. Nobody came around. And then Yeah, we it just must be a little lax house. because me and my son go there every time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a lot of people, and then sometimes it's just me, me and him hanging out in that little chrome castle for a while. Yes, so, yes. In duos, that's definitely been my experience. In solo, there are always people who I think it's it's what they do. Their goal is to just go where she is, but they do not come out and they do not fight her, and they just wait for people who try to fight mm-hmm. her and they just kill them. Those little bastards. Yeah. So teach their own. But anyway, Fortnite's a thing. But I can tell you that once I get my Spider Gwen. My playtime is going to drop considerably. I, I went up a couple levels a day when I was doing it because I was just doing those missions. And, and 
the last season, all the vibing mis- missions were out, I think. Mm-hmm. I think there was only like two weeks left of them. But like, so I could do those every day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Paradise missions right now, because we're both playing them at the very beginning. You actually hit a wall with them where it's like, okay, wait a day gotcha. or two. Okay. <laughs> Whereas before I could play all 11 weeks or whatever, 12 weeks right. of them in one every day. I could just go through a bunch of them. And uh, so, yeah, I was going up levels like, because I'm like level 30 right now at 20 something. My son's like 15. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, like I said, it's fun and it always gives you something to do and you get XP no matter what. So even when you die, you're like, eh, mm-hmm. I still cleaned house on the XP there. And again, yeah. I'm just carried on a stick to have spider Gwen. I just want spider Gwen. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, well, I do know why I'm, I'm, she's like probably my favorite spider person. Like I really dug that omnibus I read wow. and everything. So yes, it's my opportunity to get a spider Gwen to play a spider Gwen in a game. <laughs> And I just want to do there it. You go. And if they would just make I, a fucking multiverse or spider verse video game that didn't like, I don't need it to be awesome, but like get B back on it, pull them off call of duty for a minute and have them just, just be like, you know what? Make one more spider verse game. You know, mm-hmm. they made a spider verse game already. I have it on the 360. just, mm. just, but, but spider Gwen wasn't in there. I got noir oh. and 2099, but I didn't get spider Gwen. Just go back well, and do it. I have faith that you will get your spider. Oh yeah, I I know I'll get it, um, but I mm-hmm. want to do it slow and steady because I don't want to burn out on it. So <clears throat> nice. Anyway, woof. Uh, At least I didn't have to talk about Fortnite on my thing now. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, we got, we but got, it was it was quite an experience doing that for the first time. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. game. Definitely fun. Um, pick up and play for sure. Um, and then the last thing I I played, Fred, <clears throat> and I was going to text you, and then I I just forgot to, but. It's a it's a trees trees ass game for sure, <clears throat> and that's a uh, hard space shipbreaker is on yeah. Game Pass now, and I've been waiting a long time because a year ago, uh, Vinny Car- Caravella from yep. from the old Beast Cast, he was playing this on Steam, yep. and uh, and as he would always say, this is a Vinny ass Vinny game, <clears throat> um, and he used to talk about it. I was like, oh, that sounds phenomenal. And I think oh, even back then he said it was coming to consoles if you follow yeah, that. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, now it's on Game Pass, right? Uh, a game, another game that you would absolutely Yeah, hate. I saw you tweeting um, about this. And, uh, <laughs> and so it is, it, it's, a, it's a spaceship uh, salvage game. So it's not a repair game, right? It's not a sim game as in you're fixing shit. You're basically tearing down derelict spacecraft. Um, <laughs> and the whole game consists of two screens, um, of two areas, I should say. One is your your habitat, like where you live. And it's literally like point and click sort of. You're not really walking around in like a 3D space. It's like point over here to the oh, okay. uh, yeah. so you're employee like area. Over to stuff. Yeah, yeah right. so then you zip over and you can look at your computer. So if I zip over to your equipment and you can upgrade and repair shit, right? And then the other is the gameplay area where you're, you're sort of in 3D space and you're in zero G, Fred. So I know that would make you even more happy. So not only are you like doing mechanical things, but you have to do it, navigate, uh, you know, thrusters and, uh, you know. <laughs> and like, yeah, <laughs> and, and manage, zero yeah, gravity. manage your trajectory and yeah. Yes, and, and rolling and, and, you know, all that stuff. 
you know, <laughs> I know you love it. Um, uh-huh. And so <clears throat> what I like is this, this, it, the story's funny, right? Because it has a very like, it's weird. They're taking it very seriously, but at the same time, it's so like, it's like so comical at the same time. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, the earth and everything and it's all gone to shit like most games, right? <laughs> and basically, oh, the, the environmental hazards and overcrowding and blah, blah, all this shit. And so you work on these spaceships and you're a, you're called a shipbreaker and you're, you, you work for this corporation called Lynx and you break down ships for pots to earn money. Uh, but what's funny about it is when they hire you in the beginning, you go through like a hiring process. Like you're reading like contracts and shit that you would never really read. <laughs> you know, they're going for pages of fine print. Like it's all there. You, you, if I wanted to take the time to read it, I'm sure it's hilarious, but <laughs> no. <clears throat> and basically you sign, you're signing over your life to this corporation is basically mm-hmm. what it all says. And they charge you all these fees for working for them. Right. So that for like the habitat you live in, it costs this much for your food, for your this and that, for your equipment. And then they also pay for your um, DNA structure or I forget what they call it. Right. Um, And so because in the game, if you die, they regenerate you with your DNA and then put you back to work. But it costs it costs you money. And so when you start the game, you owe them like. Like they have all the tallies every day of like what you spent and what you earned and shit. It's always in the billions. So you owe them like 1.8 billion Damn. something. Like when you start, yeah. it's hilarious. To so get it's the com- job, you're in debt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you're working off this debt, you know? And uh, so in that respect, it's like comical, but they take it real serious, seriously, like in the story. So yes. I had heard weird. that they were kind of, um, uh, um, because Vinny was saying that, right? That it was like capitalist, anti-capitalism yes, and it, stuff. Yeah. It, yes, it's very, it's very like, uh, hey, we have an underground. There used to be a thing in the 20th century called unions, and uh, <laughs> so we have an underground newsletter. It's that kind of shit where you're like, okay, enough of that. Mm-hmm. Get you, yeah. I don't need to get your chocolate out of my peanut butter. Like I'm just trying to play this game here. Yeah. So it's not trying to get too too heady on this. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> You know, if you're that anti-capitalism, just give me the game for free then. Fuck face. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's, let's relax. Um, so, but, so, when you fly out to a ship, so basically you pick from a menu what ship you want to break down. And, of course, when you start out, there's all tutorials. There's tutorial ships that teach you sort of the ropes. Uh, but they kind of don't teach you how to use your tools. They teach you what they do but not all the like tips and tricks. I had to go and watch some YouTube videos for like some quick, you know, how to use everything properly, like open my eyes. But basically you go out there and you got a ship, right? And you fly inside of it and stuff. And if you get, there's like structural points that will have like black and yellow, almost like, you know, hazard, you know, stripes. Mm-hmm. There's little like joint pots everywhere. Those are p- points that you can weld off. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so so you fly inside of a ship, say a real basic one, picture it as like a big rectangle. You fly inside of it and up in the four corners of all the joints and on the floors and the ceilings, there's those joints. And if you weld them, unweld them, like the panels float off. 
you know, okay. yeah. and it leaves like a frame. Which is what you would expect in zero-G scrap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very, actually, they don't float off, but they're loose. Like, if you actually bump them, they set to float. Um, and then you, and you can, you can Google image a screenshot and you can, it will give you a better idea of what your work area looks like. And then on each side of you, off to the sides, because you're in basically think of like a dry dock for a boat. You're sort of in like this little work area that you're floating in. Um, and there's two furnaces that you put aluminum in. And then there's two processors for, um, oh no, the furnaces are, I think, for steel. And then the processors are for aluminum. I can't remember. Um, and then below you is basically a big green gate. That's a barge, and that's for all electrical components that they can repurpose, like thrusters and engines and drive cores and all this shit, and seats and shit like that. You can shoot down there. Um, And so you have a grapple gun and a welder. The welder does all the cutting. There's two modes to it. One's like a concentrated beam for little joints, and then you have like sort of like um, dead space like long beam, <laughs> you know, for cutting multiple things yeah. um, that you can rotate around. Then you have a grapple gun, like a magnetic grapple gun to pull panels off and pull towards you. And then you can pulse them off of you. So you can like pull in a component and then aim it towards one of the bays and like shoot it off. I love how much of a nerd you are about this right now. Right? You can, I can it's just awesome. hear I love it. the bliss in your voice. <laughs> and then Fred... Uh huh. They give you they give you tethers, and tethers oh, okay. are like these, you know, like you know, ele- electromagnetic, like t- just tethers. Like you can yeah. connect like a rubber band. You connect one end to one thing and one end to the other, and and what you do is, uh, so you say so you. My son was watching me today. I was like, son, this will be the most satisfying thing you see, <laughs> in so far in the six years you've been alive. Watch this. So I went in and I did all the joints for these side panels of this barge, right? And I came mm. on the outside. And <clears throat> again, the, the panels are still sitting on the ship because it's zero G. And I attached one tether to it. And then I turned and you can shoot the tethers into the furnaces, right? So you just shoot a tether off into the, right. the furnace. Yeah. And then it just, one second, and then all of a sudden it just pulls the whole side panel right off the ship and right into the furnace. Or down below, if you have fuel tanks and stuff, and you can tether like three things together and then shoot them down. Oh my! There's something. So So that I can understand because in the Ghostbusters video game, you remember from Mm -hmm. the PS3 360 era, and I recently played the remaster. Okay. um, You get that slime tether. If you've never played the game, there's a slime tether thing, and you just tether things together and watch them kind of do stuff like that. So awesome. Yeah. Um. And then what you would love, Fred, is of course you have uh, like thruster fuel gauge and oxygen meter that drains and mm. and a shift timer when so you like shift survival up. Tactics. You yeah, so you have to like uh, you know fly over once in a while and replenish your oxygen. Of course, you got to pay for it. You got to pay the company for it. it goes on mm-hmm. the tab. Um, but when you start getting into the different ships, they get more elaborate. Um, especially passenger ships with the seats and stuff, you'll find oxygen tanks like on the wall that you can collect right there. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> then it starts getting complicated, right? So that's oh, a, okay. That's Sorry, be- we're not complicated yet. No, no, because this was basic like ship deconstruction, right? Uh huh. Now, 
they introduce airlocks. Some of the ships you'll get are pressurized when you start, and you can't just cut them open because they explode or they fucking launch shit out at you. So you have to like use the the panels on the doors and decompress them. Mm -hmm. And then when you get in there, you can pull out the like, turn off the decompression unit. You can like pull those out, get those out of there. Um, You run into fuel lines. You start getting the, you got to watch where you cut because you can cause an explosion or hit a fuel line. Um, I know you're loving this. And then there's kind electrical of, actually, components. Actually, it's, it's fun to hear about um, it. <laughs> and then there's, dry, there's, there's, there's power cores. And those are like sort of like nuclear, like if they rupture. And you know when you're near one because your, your HUD gets all staticky. And those, once you remove them from where they are, you have a time limit before they explode. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to make sure you make a clear path. Make sure you take some floor panels out. Wherever you have to do where you can pull this thing out and just shoot it down into the barge before it, like, you know, right. takes you out. Uh, that's exciting. Um, and it's it's learned. They don't teach you any of this shit. Like the tether stuff, they don't really teach you how to use the tethers. They, they give you a little thing where you can hook boxes together, and that's like your training. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I watched, like, some dude on YouTube – that you can shoot tethers into the furnaces. Right. It'll like, like suck stuff yeah, off. I'm like, idea. oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm like, that's sweet. And then um, <clears throat> I was having trouble getting thrusters out. So once you take the thruster cap off the back, there's a like a thruster unit that's worth a lot of money. But it's attached to a big wall, like a piece of aluminum. And you can cut the aluminum piece off, but that piece is still attached to the thruster. And they go in two separate places um, to get money. I'm like, how do you get that off of there? And I realized uh, on those, you can't cut the power yet because there's actually a switch on it that ejects it out oh, off okay. of that. So you need and the electricity you, yes. for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you start learning shit like that. Um, and then all the while, there's like the zero G with the inertia. Like some things are heavy. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you fucking grab it with your grappling gun and try to rail it in, it actually might rail you in, <laughs> you know, and get you moving fast. And if you move too too fast, I mean, you can crack your helmet. Um, <clears throat> I had a fun thing where I I was trying to pull something off, and uh, it was stuck. <laughs> it was stuck in between these two like beams. And it actually came loose and then came flying at me, cracked my helmet, and then knocked me into the furnace behind me. Uh, <laughs> and then I was so the end of that happens. run. It re- <laughs> they regenerate you and they put you back to work. Okay, that's great. Because they have your D. So they have like different <clears throat> modes you can play. I'm playing normal mode. They have a free mode where it doesn't have um, the oxygen restraint or the uh, shifts. Mm-hmm. You can just take about chips to your heart's content. And then obviously they have hard modes, right? One only gives you um, so many times to regenerate. And then there's like the ultra mode that like you can't die at all or whatever, you know. Um, so, so you can get as you know, hardcore as you want with your. Yes. Um, I'm playing normal. I'm playing normal right now. So I, it's, it's kind of not too difficult. It's kind of fun. 
Yeah. Uh, it's fun taking a new ship. Like I'm working on a ship now and I'm just like, I don't know how it's put together. So I'm just like, how do I get in here? You know, there's these two big thrusters and I'm like, how do you get to, like, how do you take them off? I can't take them off. And then I forgot you could scan ships. It would show you the structures. And mm-hmm. then I could see there was actual two points on the outside that come off. So some things you grapple, you test a grapple to it, and it actually has like a little integrity meter. And, the, and as you grapple to it, it counts down and then it will pop off. So these were things, these big clips were things you shoot your grapple gun on, and then you like pop them off. And then that like releases the, the ends. And I was like, ah, okay. But then when I did that, I didn't decompress the inside. So it kind of... <laughs> The, the corridors they were connected to sort of blew open. And then it sort of said, once they st- stuff starts moving around, Fred, because it's zero G, you can yeah. c- sort of get a mess on your hands. So if you look at screenshots, it's sort of like these metal, uh, you know, the sort of things you'd see on a beach to keep boats from coming up in World War II. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. They look like that. There's a bunch of them floating around uh, <clears throat> above you. And those are for tethering stuff too, so they don't float away. You know what I mean? Okay. You can yeah, like, like, yeah. like, so like when I would dislodge a cockpit, Fred, because a cockpit has all the goods in it, right? Sure. You have seats and electronic components that are worth money. And so what? It, when I would get the cockpit loose, I would tether it to one of those. It would just float off and tether up there. And then I'd work on the main ship, and then I'd go get the cockpit at the end. A lot of little tricks, there, Fred. For some ship breaking. And I'm really, really digging it. And of course, you upgrade all your weapons. So eventually you upgrade like your thrusters to be faster and and your oxygen to the tank to be bigger. So, you know, as you progress, you make it easier on yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Fucking fun though, Fred. It is fun like going in there. I mean, I know you love like just hearing you and I can just mm -hmm. tell like. When you're like, oh, how do I do that? This is a moment where I know I would sit there and be like, what the fuck? Why don't they explain this to me? I cannot believe I have to go online and I have to look this up and figure it out. And meanwhile, Mm -hmm. you're like, no, let's figure this out on our own. And that is just fundamentally Mm -hmm. the difference between you and me in games. Yeah, one of the ships today, I, I I figured out I could take the front, like these front panels off near the cockpit. And then I could squeeze through like a little crack and get into the side panels and do all the welds in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I could pop those panels off. You know what I mean? There you go. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. Then you zip them all down to the furnaces or wherever. And then you have a um, like a money bar at the top. And everything you salvage, it, it goes up and there's different points on that bar that you get points for like you up levels, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously the trick is to get all the way to, you know, salvage the whole ship to get a points. But what happens if you, you know, something gets loose from you and floats away, which happens like you hit something the wrong way and it's gone or uh, you shoot something into the wrong furnace, you, mm-hmm. you get docked the money or sometimes something's connected to a part that you didn't see and you shoot it into the furnace and you realize it had like lights attached to it that you was supposed to put somewhere else and you get a little bit of money docked and you, you quickly realize what's not worth it. I got you. you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I can lose these lights. They're only worth like three grand opposed to this whole thing's worth a hundred and 
80,000. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, those lights can blow. I'm not taking the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what happens is that time, that line fills up yellow. But anything you fuck up that's a negative is red, and that fills up on the other end of the line. So you don't want to, like, fuck up too much because you won't sense. be able to get all your points, you yeah. know? Um, so, it, you know, it has that going for it. It's fun to see the percentage. You know, it's nice to break down that chip, Fred. Yeah. Break it down. So yeah, clearly, yeah. And and then story wise, you always have people talking to you in your little. There's like little, um, comic book looking panels of people okay. talking to you, and uh, that's how you get your story. Like, uh, it, it reminds me of Firewatch in a weird way, where it's like you go back to your okay. habitat, and then the girl like starts talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, <laughs> you know, fucking. Yeah, hey, um, <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's kind of and from my understanding, it didn't even have that story stuff when it first kind of was early access on Steam. Yeah, and it's like the story campaign and all that stuff they sort of added, you know. And uh, yeah, because it only recently went to 1.0. I remember Vinny talking about that, which is probably what coincides with ago, like yeah. this release and everything, right? It's been one of those early access. Mm-hmm. We're slowly piecing it together, kind of things. Well. So hard ship, hard space shipbreaker is uh, you know if you have game game pass it's it's on there now for you to try out and uh, <clears throat> I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, I think it's very unique in what it's doing. You know. Yep. And that's kind of the shit I like. And it's uh, yeah, and it has that weird OCD thing which I can get behind. Yeah, no, you yeah. and Vinny have similar interests, did, and I do think you're, you know, I, I, I did know that, you know, when I heard him talking about it, it was like, oh, yeah, Trees will be down with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the I don't know if you really like Kerbal Space Program or those weird analytical I, things like he does. I, I tried it, and that gets beyond me, that kind of stuff. Um, but, but like, I do this like stuff, yeah. I do like this stuff. Um the only difference between him and me is he he actually like really digs deep and follows through. He finishes like a lot of these fucking things where I don't. You know, I kind of have my fun in uh for the most part, right? Like CMS yeah. might be one of the only one of those things I fucking followed through with, you know. <laughs> um and oh, here's a tip for anybody who does try it. The um the uh R and L buttons the little the little triggers there mm-hmm. uh the bumpers. actually uh they actually control your hands you actually have a hands that you can see when you, you when you hit one of those buttons you put your hand out and they don't tell you this in the in the tutorial at all uh but you have like the gloves are like magnetic so if something's kind of coming at you like a panel you can put your, your hand up and stop it and, nice. and, or if you're going too fast because sometimes if you get inertia and you're going too fast you can smash this up you can put your hands up and like grab on the stuff. So there's a little tip. You can use your hands to stop yourself or grab shit that's coming by you, you know? So yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to I was trying to find a picture for you that would, you know, convey something. For oh, you, I've but looked I, this I game up. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know, okay. Yeah. So you know what it, you know what it looks like. Oh then. yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I was seeing something today I need to tweet to you. So watch your Twitter tomorrow. I'll find it tonight. I where will. the the company that makes that game is giving away a like if you like retweet and follow or whatever they're giving oh. away a um 
a hypnospace um, or hard space uh, shipbreaker. I was almost going to say hypnospace outlaw. Mm-hmm. Hard hard space shipbreaker uh, Series X. Oh, like one of those custom consoles yes. where it's not like for sale. It's just oh. like. Yeah, it's yes. just like decked that? out. They're when, giving away like one or two of them. So when, let me get you that because, you know, that low chance you'll win, but, you know, worth going for it because, God, if you did, you that'd have like amazing. a one of a kind Series X, like that'd be oh, cool. So I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. You know so what I mean? I'll get that to you. That, but, um, God damn. Um, cool. Very good. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just going to say something. I totally forgot, but. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say. But, um, okay, yeah. Uh, if I think of it, I'll shout it out. But. Sounds good. Yeah, you can interrupt me. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So. It was right before the Twitter thing. Yeah, I know. So I'm kind of responsible forget, for why it went away. I forget what I was, <laughs> forget what I was saying. But, you were talking um, about, uh, yeah, if this helps, you were talking about the magnetic hands and being able to stop stuff and mm-hmm. your pro tip and then, yeah. Yeah, so. and then I lost it. I lost it. But, um, oh, that's what I was going to say. I looked them up, the people that made this. Uh, they've done a few things, and they're actually the ones making that Minecraft Legends. Oh, okay. That we saw in yeah. E3 or whatever, that, like, story mode, mm-hmm. like the, the RPG thing. Yeah, they, they got their hands on that. So they're not, like, nice. some, like, no-name indie thing. That's a you know? fly-by-night well, you know, a lot of these sim games are made by like these little indie guys, and that's kind of like all they do, you know. Yeah. But these guys seem to be doing other shit. So, also, a little sneak peek from questions from trees. But you are absolutely right. If if some indie studio ever figures out how to like hybrid, like mm-hmm. power wash simulator with like car mechanic oh. simulator or something, like the 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 sky's the limit. Like. I, they yeah. they all use the same shitty engine, so I, I don't know. know why they can't just combine. It's it. all Unity, I think. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, there anyway. Anyways, I've talked way too long. That's no, all good. That's uh, okay. I'll bring home. I'll bring it home. I'll bring it home. So, but that's it for your week. Home. Yes, that's it for my week. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's see. I'm gonna kick into some stuff first and foremost. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. I have been playing with the Steam Deck. Oh yeah. So yeah. So first, and f- uh, so the the a lot of people have talked about it, and a lot of people know what it is. So I'm gonna give you kind of a pretty quick breakdown, and just realize that I'm gonna be playing with it more. But you kind of already know this about me, and probably most of our listeners do too. I'm not much of a portable game player. But mm. with football season coming up, my wife often likes to watch the Chiefs game. And I can watch football to a certain extent, but I get bored at some point. And so we found that like when something like that happens or when my wife just like wants to watch a TV show, but she doesn't want me to like leave the room and go off and game, the Steam Deck can be very useful for that. And she mm-hmm. has already said she doesn't mind it. And so that was its use case is that... If I'm going to, if my wife just wants my physical presence, but she doesn't care if I'm paying much attention to like whatever documentary or TV show she's watching at the time, like she watches like The Crown and stuff like that. And I don't right. care. Um, but she doesn't want me to like leave the room. She is perfectly fine with me just sitting there, you know, cuddled up next to her, but playing on this this device. So that was the purpose it served, and so far it's done that. But 
I'm not doing like what you would probably do where like I'm not at least currently I'm not bringing it like to work every day or anything like that. Um, But anyway, I got it. Um, And I just want to give a quick rundown of my impressions based off of stuff I already knew. So one thing is I know Austin in our uh, in our group um, is pretty critical of the screen. And I've heard Digital Foundry kind of dog on the screen as well. It's kind of like a cheaper LED screen. Okay. Uh, for me, it serves its purpose just fine. Now, mind you, I'm not walking around with this thing. I'm not playing it outside on the patio. I'm not getting heavy use out of it. So I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I've never had a Switch OLED. Um, and it's kind of like what what you said, you know, about, you know, you don't know what you what you're missing if you've never seen it before. Since I've mm-hmm. never had an OLED, even my phone, I don't think my Samsung phone, I have a Galaxy S20, I think, maybe an S21. I forget which one I have. But, you know, that might be an OLED screen, but I don't really notice. And so, I, you know, for better or worse, the screen is perfectly serviceable for me. Um, I did I bought the $400 model, the cheapest model. So I don't have that special anti-scratch screen or anything. And, uh, I will tell you, you're frequently going to be wiping off fingerprints, which I just have like a microfiber cloth. I do it with, it's really quick and easy to clean though. Um, bigger than I thought it would be. It is, it is a hefty little beast. I mean, right. it is. Yeah. It looks it. There's a lot going on, on the left and right sides of that thing on top of the screen. Um, screen's nice and big though. And, um, and I will say the haptics are cool. Like when you first start playing around with those haptics, especially in games, it's pretty cool to have them there. So, um, I've started fucking around with some things. So basically what happens when, oh yeah, when you turn it on is you log into steam and then it goes, okay, here's your whole library. And we'll tell you when we know a game doesn't work. And there's very few games that you see that they confirmed don't work. But there's a lot of games where they don't know. They're like, we haven't looked at this game. We just don't know if it'll work. Something like that. I tried, of course, Trees, you would know this. I tried Night Trap 25th Anniversary Edition. The game runs. It runs fine. Because somebody told me, they were like, hey, I got it to run on my Steam Deck. I'm like, yes, it does run fine. Now start playing it. Basically, whenever an AUG enters one of the rooms, you get the yeah. you get what's a common... I thought it was part of the game, but it's actually a Steam Deck um, function where when it can't render something properly on the screen, it shows the color bars. Okay. And, you know, the TV color bars. Right. And so, yeah, whenever an AUG enters a room, you get the TV color bars and you can't capture them. (laughs) So I was like, like, you don't see anything. Instead of seeing the footage, it turns into the TV color bars and then you don't see the, the bar move up and down where you can, you know, hit the button to trap them. So it's like unplayable. So it, it runs, it's just unplayable. Um, and then there are games that definitely work, you know, and those are like, they're so good that like you run them right out of the box and they get optimized settings and they're good to go. So out Mm. of my library, which had like, I have damn near 1100 games, um, out of my library, like 250 games were all like steam deck verified, ready to go. So I grabbed mostly those games other than Night Trap, which I tried, which doesn't work. I tried to install a game that just flat out doesn't work, and it just wouldn't let me. It just goes, we know this game doesn't work. You can't install it. Like, I'm sure there's ways to sideload it and shit like that if you really want to. But, And um, 
so I'll be talking to, uh, just a, about a handful of games I've tried, um, but a couple of observations. So my um, my console only has 64 gigs of memory. Like that's all they put in there um, when you buy the $400 version. But I read that, you know, if you get a good, strong Samsung Evo card or something, which is what I grabbed, um, <clears throat> that memory card slots fast enough that it works very close to as good as the SSD, the high-speed SSD you get with the high-end model. And so um, I bought it. Uh, the Evo card was on sale. I bought it for 20 bucks and put 256 gigs in this thing. So I'm good to go. Wow. And one thing I love about it, Trees, is it knows that you've got external storage and it knows that that's what you want to put things on. So when you go and install a game, it auto installs to the SSD or sorry, the 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 external card. Mm-hmm. And it knows smart enough that like if you need certain things like Steamworks redistributables or C++ libraries or things like that, which are just like aspects of PC games, when you install certain games, it'll have to install like some extra components, but they're like system components. It knows to install those on the, the, the console's memory. So you've got those to be used with other games that might need them. So it's, it's very intuitive. Um, most of the settings are pretty basic pro tip. First thing you should do right away, or at least that what I did was get in there and turn off auto dimming. I hate when screens, it's so common to have default auto dimming and i hate when screens do it right when they drop the brightness on me uh, mm-hmm. for their own reasons i'm like fuck that but it does have a thing if you really want it where it tries to detect how bright the room you're in and then adjust the brightness based off of that and i'm like no nah, i don't want that another thing is when you run the game there is like there's a you have to get used to a couple of buttons there's a steam button on the left side but on the right side there's a three dot button And what that's very useful for is when you're running a game, you can bring that up and there's a battery icon and that quickly lets you tweak performance. Trees, you won't have to do this, but if you ever want to, you can tweak performance. You can change it to like, it supports 40 frames a second, which is this balance between 30 and 60, right? It's the Mm -hmm. in-between. And so it can give you like a smoother experience than 30 frames a second, which I know you say you don't even see a difference with, but it also preserves battery and doesn't try to need all the strength to get to 60 frames a second. So you can do stuff like that. Another thing that's interesting that you have to do in the game is if it works with Steam, and a perfect example of this is Left 4 Dead 2. So I installed Left 4 Dead 2 to just try it out, right? Oldie but a goodie. Right. That one when you start it up, it goes, oh, we have Steam Deck verified control schemes for this. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's like, you don't need to set anything up. It's already set up by default with optimal settings and with a control scheme. But one thing I noticed when I was starting to play was I played through a mission and I had a hell of a time getting online with that. Um, But once I just did quick jump and it just like joined me into something quick, I had no problems. Um, But I was noticing that my my aim wasn't as good as other people's. Like I was kind of playing like shit, right? And I got to give credit to the community. These people were great. They were patching me up. They were helping me out. Nobody was mad at me. Everyone was just helping the noob along, right? But I didn't think they realized it's like, I'm not a noob. It's just that something's just not quite right with the aiming. And I come to find out that they they have gyro aiming that is auto-engaged at the go. So as I was moving my Steam Deck around which I will do because it's a handheld console, mm-hmm. I was throwing off my aim. 
Ugh. So once I disabled that, I was a much more effective killer in Left 4 Dead 2. Right. So it's something, you just start to learn little habits. So the first thing you do when you load up a Steam Deck game is pause, go to the menu, especially if it says it sets up Steam Deck, and make sure you've turned off any gyro functions. And there is a way to do that at the system level as well, which I did too. So I shouldn't have that problem in the future. But um, So played Left 4 Dead 2, that ran smooth as butter like a dream and i what i really like is on steam left for dead 2 i think you could do this on the 360 versions as well but you had to buy it um all of the maps in left for dead 2 have all the maps and campaigns from left for dead 1 as well so you can play anything that's um, good yeah and I, I and on 360 they they made left for dead 1 and 2 both backward compatible and they're like 4k'd up and all fancy so trees if you have your old discs Feel free to play them on on Xbox Series X. You'll get a very fancy, high res version of those games. Um, but you, I remember you had to pay like five or ten bucks to bring the Left 4 Dead one maps into Left 4 Dead two on the consoles. I think that was a Microsoft thing, not a Valve thing, because obviously right. they made it free on Steam. But anyway, played that. It was fine, but like Left 4 Dead two, I was like, am I really going to play this very much when I'm on Steam Deck? No, I just wanted to test it out. Test it out. Um, I tested out um, Papers, Please, like a real basic like mobile game, oh, yep, right? Yep, yep. And I'd never played that game before, so I'll be talking about it on a different episode, but that obviously ran fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an yeah, idiot. I would imagine. I, what? I would imagine it would. Yep. Like an idiot, I decided to go retro. I don't know why. Like, I've got all this retro stuff. Like, the one thing I'm not going to do on this Steam Deck is I, I've heard Windows runs like shit on it, so I'm not going to try the dual boot with Windows. I'm not going to install a bunch of emulators on it, which I know some people want to do. I'm not criticizing that. It's just not what I'm going to do. It's not why I have this device. And um, so it's almost foolish that I installed the Castlevania collection, right? But I have it. (laughs) I ended up buying the Castlevania collection, the Gradius collection, and the Contra collections just for those. They have like 90-page PDF history books in them, and I wanted to read those. Um but I'm not going to read them on the Steam Deck. Like, that was why I bought those on the PC. And, of course, I bought them all for, like, three bucks a piece. But um, I loaded up the Castlevania collection, and surprise, surprise, Castlevania 1 runs just fine, looks great, and it was fine. Weird, funny postscript to that, though. The Gradius collection doesn't work at all. I went to install huh. the Gradius collection, and the thing the Steam Deck was like, no, you can't install Gradius. It doesn't work. And I was like, huh. weird. Contra and... Um, Castlevania worked fine. These were all developed by M2. These are all the same company, right? But for some reason, the Gradius collection doesn't work. Um, so I tried that out and then promptly uninstalled them because what I found was every time I would go to play a new game on my Steam Deck, if I had only a small period of time, I would jump into Castlevania. And I was like, no, I don't need to be playing retro shit I've played a hundred times. Like, Yep. So next up, I tried a big dog. I put okay. Soul Calibur 6 on there. Soul oh. Calibur 6 ended up being part of my, um, you know, I'm part of that Humble Bundle, Humble Monthly thing, and I usually skip most months. I pause it. Right. But one month, I there were a couple of games I wanted, and it just so happened to also give me Soul Calibur 6, which I have on Xbox and prefer to play that there more. But I wanted to see how it perform, right? That's kind of a taxing game. Ran like a dream, man. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it's it said it has a little warning that says like it has some graphical glitches during cutscenes, and I did see that there were some times where a cutscene all of a sudden it just switched to the color bars for like 
a minute, but you'd hear all the audio. Um, hmm. But when you get into the actual gameplay, it ran like a dream. It ran fine. Yeah. Hitched up a, a few times, but I was running at 60 frames a second. If I was willing to drop it down to 30 frames or even 40 frames, um, I think it would overcome because by and large, that game was perfectly fine running at 60 frames a second. It would hitch up a couple of times in missions. Uh, or in, in missions, in scenarios, when I would like do like a combo or something, but it wasn't, and it didn't affect the gameplay. Like it didn't feel like I was losing because of it. Um, but yeah, uh, so I've played a lot of different games, and it seems to be working great. Oh, there was a new game that kind of reminded me of like Daytona USA or like Chase HQ. You know those old arcade right. racers. There's a new game that came out that I think was even on Game Pass for a short time that was just basically a reboot of those. Like, you know, a lot of indie developers are doing like the, well, if Sega's not going to make another one, I'm going to make one, you know, and it's it's been working out. So <clears throat> tried that. It ran fine. You know, basically, if it if it if Steam Deck says it works great with it, you're right as rain. And if it's not sure, then you just got to boot it up and see how it goes. Um, I was going to try it with, because we're getting into Halloween times trees, I have um, Harvester. Do you remember that old like FMV, like point-and-click adventure game from the 90s on PC? Um, no, I don't think okay. so. Was, no. There was a game called Harvester, and it's like an FMV point-and-click horror game. And I was like, I'd never heard of this. And it was like 99 cents on Steam, and I, I grabbed it a while ago. And I was like, I'll give that a try. Let's try something that we I have no idea if it even runs. But... Mm-hmm. So to serve the purposes that I need it for, this thing's going to do great, right? Like, I'm not looking for a console experience, but there are going to be some PC-exclusive stuff. I don't think I'm going to try RTSs and stuff like that, but with the touchscreen, it'd probably work fine. But for my purposes, this seems to work fine, and I'm enjoying my time with it, so. Steam Deck. Good purchase if people want it. I mean, I it's funny when I see videos of it, because like you said, it's like, it's... I'm a, I, I use a Switch, uh-huh. and my son plays a Switch Lite. So when I see a video of this thing, I'm like, God damn, that's big. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it is a significantly larger than a Switch beast. Lite and even a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like chunky things. So I'm like, hmm. Oh, it, you know, feels, I was, yeah, I, it feels nice and heavy in your hands, which a lot of hardware people like me, like we, mm-hmm. we like when they're big and heavy, yes. right? Like, So, yeah. I mean, if I had disposable income... I would definitely get one to fool around with, you know? Yeah, well, and remember, my Steam library is massive, and I feel like it largely goes to waste because I don't play a lot of PC games, and so I'm hoping yeah. to start knocking this stuff out. Plus, I got a lot of stuff that would probably be fun to play that I've been wanting to go back to and finally play. <sighs> like, we're watching House of Dragons, and I'm re-watching Game of Thrones, and I have that Telltale game that got delisted so long ago, but I have it on Steam because... It's a good mo- game. Yeah, most of the time it. I just bought them, you know, when they were dirt cheap because... Steam games get dirt cheap, and I have a lot mm-hmm. of games like that. So, you know, uh, I'm going to give it a go. There's a lot of, like, retro throwback stuff, too, like those Gunvolt games, which I was planning to buy on the Switch and then ended up getting it on Steam because they were so much cheaper, right? The Switch mm-hmm. premium's real. And now I've got it on the Steam Deck, so I've kind of accomplished what I wanted just in a roundabout way. <laughs> mm. So I got that that Donkey Kong Country-esque, like, side-scrolling ukulele game and stuff like that. So, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, there's there's plenty to play with, so. Mine would be a, a sim machine. Think of oh, all yeah. the sim games I could play oh, on Oh, yeah. CMS, <laughs> I do think, works on it. Yeah. I would have to imagine a lot of those games would work on it. Oh, well, control, it, it's just because Control scheme-wise, you yeah. know, control scheme-wise, 
might be rough. So the cool thing about that is you've got just a lot of tools to work with, right? You've got like dual analogs, you've got a D-pad and you've got the two mm-hmm. haptic mouse, you know, touch pads. And the mm-hmm. system will let you customize all that any way you see fit. Mm-hmm. So you just got to kind of play with it. That is, I think, yeah. the next thing I will say. It is not tinkering in that you don't have to do a ton of settings and stuff like that um, like you would on a normal PC game with your, like, quote-unquote rig. Mm-hmm. If you want to, and especially if you're doing those plays great on Steam Deck verified games, you probably won't have to change settings much at all. And then with the other ones, you just got to tweak it a little bit, like I'm saying with controls. But this is mm. definitely one of those things where you got to go into it knowing that you might have to manually tweak a lot of stuff if you're not going to just play this game like with the curated list that Valve's made and as intended and stuff like that, right? You got to know you're going to do a little bit of tinkering with the software on this stuff. So, mm. <clears throat> but okay. um, but yeah, it's very cool. Um, very very. I'm cool. pleased with it. So. Um, moving on, this will be pretty quick, but, um, so I've been playing split second. I kind of talked about it earlier. <laughs> I see. I seen your Twitter um, post. You have yeah. Twitter meltdown. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a meltdown. It was no, actually, no, no, uh, yeah, no, it was terms with it, this, but yes, that's what I meant. It so I've always though. loved but, split second, you know, and I've always sung its praises and I've owned it on the PS3. And then I don't remember if it was games with gold or something, but somehow I ended up getting it on 360 as well. <laughs> and I was like, let me go through this again because I'm a little achievement horror, right? And I was like, let's do mm-hmm. this. And I remember quitting that game on PS3 at about episode seven or eight. It's long, right? There's, uh, you know, I think I talked about it last week. There's like 12 episodes and there's like half a dozen races. But that game has some really shitty AI. You yeah. know, the the rubber banding severe. You'll, you're, you'll be ahead by like six seconds. And the next thing you know, somebody like just appears by you. Um, and another thing is that when certain cars get ahead of you too far because of its AI stuff, it runs a perfect track of the race. Like it runs a perfect run of the race. So if you can't do those tracks and have them memorized and you're perfect and those guys get ahead of you, like first place or second place or whatever gets ahead of you to the point that you don't see them on the screen anymore, you're going to, you're never going to get past them because they're always going to drive perfect right? Because they're not on screen. Once they're on screen, yeah. they're clumsy as shit. Right. But yeah. And so that was just a problem with games back then. And I think they just did some weird choices with the AI in that game. And so you've got a problem with them running perfect matches. You've got a problem with them running um, perfect rubber banding. So no matter how far ahead you get, somebody can always be right behind you because they just zap them ahead. And sometimes they're unapologetic about it, Trees. Like there was one time where I watched a car wreck and then the 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 game like didn't even hide it from me. Like it would be something it's doing behind the scenes and normally it wouldn't do this, but it just respawned the car that wrecked still ahead of me. Mm. It was just like, I'm not gonna let you wreck me and then still win. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. that's weird. And then there yeah. is like the side stuff they do where uh, there's like these fun things they do where there's like a chopper and he's going to shoot missiles at you. And what it does is it it like has the missile areas that are going to go on the road, like move around, but then it locks them in. They go from blue to red and then the missiles start hitting. And when you get to those later episodes, 
they do shitty things where like if you're dodging too well, they'll start moving the locked in targets, the red ones, and they'll magically just appear in front of you and then you get wrecked. Right. And then you oh. can't get first place or they'll do stuff where like you can't see anything because you're in like a tunnel. And when you come out, they just have the missile appear right on top of you and you get wrecked. Right. And so it, you end up doing this thing where you're trying to chase this AI that is using its own, you know, systems to kind of cheat its way into not letting you be in first place. And you can eventually get, and it, it really is lucky. You can eventually get lucky where if you restart an event enough, you just get a really good run where you're driving really well and the AI is just not firing on all cylinders enough that you can like kind of finagle like a first place win. Right. But it takes borderline insanity. And so I hit that again. I was on episode <laughs> seven and just trying to continue getting good enough to stay in first place in the main tournament and just enjoy myself. And I was just restarting. I was doing like one race. I would, and what's even worse is they get longer and longer as the seasons go on. So you're in like a four minute race and you're restarting right at the finish line because you know you're going to just finish third again, right? And you're trying mm. to finish in first or second. And so I had just, I played split second for, I think this was yesterday or something for like, over an hour on the same race, just trying to eke out a, a, a first, second, or third place win. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? This is fun. <laughs> I'm so pissed at this game right now. And I'm yeah. just, within minutes of booting up this game, every time I boot it up lately, I'm more and more pissed at it. And I went back and read some reviews, right? Like I had to just like go re-verify with myself. And if you mm -hmm. go on Metacritic and stuff and read the mainline reviews, like everyone said that. They're like, this game, once you get to the halfway point, there's a sudden difficulty spike where the game doesn't necessarily get harder, but just the odds are stacked against you enough that the mechanic yeah. of like breaking tracks and changing the track and stuff, it's no longer amusing because you've been doing it so much and it doesn't help you win anymore. And the AI is just too tough that this game just gets like not fun to play, you know, and mm. you can do it. There's a, of course, there's a ton of people on GameFAQs that are like, well, well, maybe if you got good, why do you suck so bad? I'm not having problems at all. Like, you'll see a bunch of people who are like writing like, yeah, I'm having a bunch of problems with this. Yeah, I'm having difficulty spikes. Yeah, you can see how the AI is working behind the scenes sometimes. And then one guy gets in and he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I fucking nail it first place every time. Burned through that game. Fucking got the plat and boom, I'm the best in the world. Thanks for applying to the conversation. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway... So I uninstalled Split Second. Alas, it is not to do, but I wanted to mention it here if only because I will frequently recommend this game to people and I need to warn people that like it can get to a frustrating point. So, but, hmm. and anyway, we're, we'll wrap this up and this won't take but a minute, but I am thoroughly enjoying Mass Effect 3 Trees. I am 20 hours in now. Um... <clears throat> Basically, where I'm at is what people call the Citadel 2, right? I've done all that shit on right. Tachanka. And then you go back to the Citadel and some major shit's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you play <laughs> this game. You're probably familiar with this, where you return to your ship and you proceed to get 400 side missions in a rapid <laughs> fire after having, like, almost none. <laughs> Yeah, like it was a little like trickle effect of like a couple side missions here and there. But once you go to Tachanka, it's like mostly hardcore, like 
story missions and you're really furthering mm-hmm. the story. And, you know, and, and here's mild spoilers because like, you know, this game's yeah. well-worn territory, but like, yes, you know, I cured the genophage, but I like that they built in the opportunity to be a complete fucking dickhead and like not do it and even sabotage it with the help of like the Solarian, like council member and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, even with, the uh, with the stuff with, um, Cerberus and Udina, like I did the renegade move of killing Udina when he almost yeah. shoots Caden. Like yeah. some people do that. Some I people did. don't. I think I did. Yeah, I yeah. think I, I shot him. He's been a dick for fucking. Oh yeah. Fuck Udina. Like, I was so, yeah. I was so happy the first time playing this when I found out that he was betraying you. I was like, Oh, thank God. I have an excuse to kill this fucker. Yeah. He's, he's been yeah. nothing but trouble. No, nope. <laughs> there's like this hint at the beginning of this game that you and him might be able to find a peaceful alliance. And I was so glad that they didn't make good on that. <laughs> So, um, I will will say I also learned one of those things that I didn't like about the game the first time. It doesn't bother me this time, but it was annoying, which is that if you do certain story missions, you can completely blow away your chances of completing certain side missions. Mm -hmm. And the Citadel has just tons of missions where you can't tell if you're supposed to go somewhere else or just find it on the Citadel, right? And most of the time, the answer is not to find it on the Citadel. Um, but you got to kind of be careful there. And I do think it's annoying that you learn about missions that are on planets that you don't have access to yet. Mm. You know what I mean? These are minor yeah. gripes though. That game is so good. Yeah, it's good. That it's game is ahead. so good. Uh, yeah. And, and just, especially on the Tachanka thing when, you know, I really saw all those side missions through. And when you go to do that thing where you're taking on the Reaper and you got to do the two hammers to get the original, like, Oh, I forgot what those things are called. Crar maxes or whatever that are underneath mm-hmm. the ground. And it, the big dad, the granddaddy of all of them yes. just comes yes. out and just takes down a Reaper. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah, there are yeah, just yeah, moments yeah. like that where like even the lightest stupid missions that I find annoying are completely forgiven because of those big pinnacle moments. And Bioware yes. just knew so good how to make this seem like just an epic movie right mm-hmm. like it's got that Battlestar Galactica but like with like if Battlestar Galactica had Star Wars's budget like what that would look like you know what I mean so oh yeah I I remember right like people didn't love Mass Effect 3 and I also remember that you know I remember when I was playing it I had some criticisms you know what I mean but when you play this um, final version and you just know that like you don't have to worry too too much about that and you can just make the story your own. And I will say that the DLC really enhances those early parts of that game because trees like I, I'm about at the part where I'm going to go back like I've already seen that I can go back and do the uh, the big reunion thing. It's called the Citadel DLC where you get to go to mm-hmm. Anderson's yeah. fucking you know, apartment and have a party. And you told me about that and I'm going to go do that next. Like I'm returning to the Citadel to do that. But, but like when I was playing those early missions, a lot of them were kind of like the non-story missions. A lot of them were kind of like survive these waves of enemies or Mm -hmm. like just do something light, like go collect a thon or something. And I didn't really like it. And then when I was finding missions, I really liked like the taking back of Omega or, um, 
there was the uh, there was another one like the uh, some N seven missions and stuff like that. I went and looked them up, and those are all DLCs, right? Those were all charged stuff. And so when they reinfuse it in there, and it's like seamless, the game is like a sweeter, you know, overall package. But I could mm-hmm. see why people were feeling that way early on, right? And I'm at that point where I'm well above the mission resources I need, so I could go just work the story missions and probably beat this game now, but I'm not going to. I'm going and doing a couple things. I don't know that I'll do all the side missions. I don't think that's necessarily what I'll do, but I'll definitely do definitely do anything story-based and anything that's, you know, really out there for you to do where it's on your map clearly and you can go do it and get some story out of it, but um but yeah, and and it is really cool when like certain, you know, members of you know, from the previous games, you know, yes. die or something like that, you know. Oh. Thing. what yeah the, the, like when morden sacrifices himself I, for the genophage it was mm, it really tugged at the old heartstrings and that guy was like had no personality whatsoever well but he did right he was a solarian with a personality did. that was what was weird about him but but yeah my you know if you remember i played all three games in a row without a break right so remember that so it wasn't like i got this nostalgic feeling but it was it was epic in a way, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. sea, you know, cause, cause you know, they allude of like stuff that happens between the game. So it was epic to see those characters again. Yeah. When they keep popping back up and seeing what happened with them and stuff. And yeah. I, and I mean, replaying it now, see, I only played them as they came out right back in the day mm-hmm. and then now replaying it, you know, I put a couple months in between each playthrough, but I've pretty much stuck to knocking out the <clears throat> trilogy this summer and I, I do think that's an ideal way to play. And I do recommend it to other people. I know it's a big time commitment of like 50 to 100 hours. Yeah. But you really want to play while you have the previous games fresh in your head. And especially two, two to three. Um, yeah. Make sure you at least play Mass Effect 2 and 3 pretty close together. Like within a few months. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. It, it's really good. I'm really digging going back to it. Um, it is very interesting how how much of a tactical shooter that game becomes yep. with the third game but it feels really good to play you know mm-hmm. and the graphical enhancements and all that stuff and the uh and the um the smoothing out of the frame rate and stuff just looks good it looks good in hdr with dolby atmos like i just like all the enhancements they're little fun tweaks and that game just looks so good you know mm-hmm. even by today's comparisons because of those little tweaks oh yeah um, did you did you run into jack again Yes, I did. And I even partied oh, with her at uh, the nightclub. Uh-huh. But not in, a, I'm not trying in to... a sexy way, but yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. I like her on the third one. She has hair. Yeah, I like the way she looks. Um, and uh, I love the kind of <laughs> the kind of leader she is. But mm-hmm. And I made a controversial decision. I did not. I romance Liara in the first game, Miranda in the second. Previously, I would return to Liara, but I was a femme shep. So I'd never mm-hmm. romanced Miranda. That's right. I had romanced, I romanced um, Liara in the first game when I was Femshep. And then I romanced, and I think I could romance Liara in the first game. I think you could as a girl. Right, yeah, because they said it was lesbian, but technically, you know, Asari or not, she, they're yeah, all females. Just... So, um, And then in the second game, I romance Jacob, which is weird because this time through, Jacob dies in my suicide mission. (laughs) So I don't have him, right? Wow. Um, 
Yeah, Jacob's not in my game. Oh. Isn't that crazy? He was in mine. Yeah. Yeah, because he he has a pretty significant role in three if if he survives. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so it's kind of weird <laughs> playing without him. Um, but in my this time through, I romance uh, Miranda the second time because Miranda's totally my type. Like, and I don't mean just her body; I mean like the brunette and the the British well, accent and all that stuff. Like, they also don't give you Liara to romance in the second one. Correct. Correct. She's not an option, so you sort of got to pick. If you if you're going a romance route, you 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 have to go somewhere else. That's right. That's right. And so they give you a chance to get back with Liara, and I I shot her down this time and stuck with Miranda. Oh, and, and I, I did the opposite. I know. And I'm not even being a bad boy and like romancing the. There's a couple of girls like your your um, first mate or whoever who's on your bridge. Like you can romance them and not. Um, Although I think she's a lesbian, so I think you have to be a femme shep to romance her. But anyway, you can romance her and it doesn't count against your love interest, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, no, I'm being good. Uh, I've only seen Miranda briefly and I, I, I'm i guessing she comes back. I'm guessing she returns. Um, I just forgot when she returns in that game. I think I remember she, I think she has a big mission arc. We yeah. trying to and I was get her sister. Say, yeah. So, she hints sister. at it and then I haven't seen her back yet, but I know she's coming back. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, really enjoying that game. Really loving it. Um, looking forward to wrapping it, like to seeing it through to the end. And I know I've still got a ways to go because um, mm. I'm going to do part of the big stuff. But um, but yeah, still liking where that game goes. And, you know, I know I know once I finally go after the elusive man, that's where you start getting near the end. So, um you know, I, I like I said, I can go there if I want to just ignore all the side stuff, but I don't want to do that just yet. Um, but uh, but yeah, Halloween's coming up, so I've got some horror games I need to get started on and stuff like that. So um, want to wrap up Mass Effect as quick as I can. So I've really mm-hmm. been putting in the hours on that this week. But but yeah, oh, so it's good, good game, yeah. good trilogy. Yeah, very very good, very good. So, um, but with that, yeah, that's the week. So. Woo. But nice long, almost three hours and fifteen minutes. So let's oh, people let's love it. Forego it and uh, and get to the close. So alrighty, um, we will be back next week. And so I guess mm-hmm. uh, until then, happy gaming. Later.